welcome to Directly to You. It's the Fanatics 4 podcast, the 122nd episode of that very podcast. I'm AJ of Fanatics 4. I'm joined by Parker of Fanatics 4. We're collectively joined by Steve. I was about to call you Pete of Blue Pops. <laughs> Hello. It's crazy how I almost called you Pete, and he's never been on this show. <laughs> yeah, not a once. Um, but you can, as, as a listener, you can support this show by going to youtube.com slash Fanatics 4, twitch.tv slash Fanatics 4, and becoming a member or a subscriber, respectively, by paying $4.99. You get loyalty badges, you get exclusive emotes, you get gaming time with us, free Switch keys from time to time, you get access to our supporters-only Discord, which is a place where you could talk to Duncan and say yo a bunch of times, play video games, talk about how much you hate the battle system in Paper Mario Origami King, apparently. I don't know. I don't think that people are talking about that right now. You can go to the regular Discord for free by just clicking the link in the description. It's a great time. Mm-hmm. How you guys sure doing? You playing any video games that are not Paper Mario Origami King? <laughs> talk about that separately. <laughs> I'm, I've just been playing a bunch of CrossCode this week. I haven't played any Paper Mario at all, um, but I'm having a blast with CrossCode. Yeah, I've been meaning to play that at all because I saw... What's funny about that one is there's something... I know everybody says the art's very beautiful, and it does look like it's very beautiful, but also it seems kind of unsaturated from not actually playing it, but just from like top down, like similar to uh, Ocarina of Time being very brown. Um, mm. <laughs> and you're a, that's a that's a podcast joke for you. <laughs> I hope you get it. Um, but like something about it, it seems like very, kind of more muted colors. And I don't know, like playing it, does it look, do you feel like it lives up to the hype as far as like being a beautiful pixel art game or not? Or I don't know. To me, the fact that it's, uh, it's the art wasn't really what drew me into it. It was the the concept behind it. Mm. It was like so unique and original. Uh, but the the artwork, I haven't found that it's muted. I don't know, maybe if it's just the screenshots or the, the video captures have been not coming out as well. But mm-hmm. some of the areas have, uh, I've found have actually been really impressive. But I think the the real draw is definitely the the story and not so much the gameplay, mm-hmm. not, uh, not so much the art style. But like the um there's tons of references in there as well so if you're like someone who's massively into pop culture you'll i think you'll have a good time with it when you say the story so i know what the concept is i don't know what the story is specifically so do you mean the story in specifically still the concept or like in addition to the concept and like how that all plays out which i guess yeah what is the the concept for those that don't know yeah but both so the concept is you are uh, a part of this world um called Crossworlds, which is an MMO. Uh, and everyone's playing the MMO apart from you. You are um, you play as an avatar who's lost her memory. Uh, and she's the only avatar who's not controlled by a player from the outside world. So everyone else mm-hmm. logs on and assumes you're just another player who's like playing from a PC. Uh, but you're actually just a, a person who happens to be on that real world. So, Which is um, really funny because it's exactly the opposite. And like, I mean, I know that's the whole point, but like thinking about it, the fact that you actually are the only player-controlled character, but then all the other player-controlled characters explicitly aren't because it's a video game. I don't know. That's funny. I didn't even think of that parallel. The (laughs) first thing that went to my head was that, uh, oh, this is a Code Lyoko game. (laughs) And you play as uh, Aelita. I was thinking, what's the the anime that I'm thinking of? Um, The one that everybody likes the first half of the first season, and then, oh, Sword Art Online. That's what I was thinking of. Oh, also that, that too, Mm -hmm. which is good. Is there, sorry, go on. Is there a a situation like that 
in that well i don't know i've never in crosscut watched that show no in that show because oh. in Kolioko, there's alita who's stuck in the the whole situation mm-hmm. she's stuck in the the place and they assume that she's part of the world but um, she ends up not being part of the video game gotcha thing or whatever this seems uh sort of online then is less exact like one-to-one as mm-hmm. code lyoko sounds like it is because it's just like everybody's like in this vr mmo world kind of thing and then they're all stuck in there um and in cross code is it like actually a game like is it a thing that's like this is fun or is it like is there some type of like real ish happening <laughs> <laughs> no it is very much like a game you're essentially playing um, cross worlds uh which is very zelda inspired so you go from like dungeon to dungeon solving these like environmental puzzles Uh, but there's also like um you need to do side quests and level up in between those dungeons you won't be able to really uh, get through the dungeon and defeat the boss unless you're at a certain level so you can go away and do side missions and they like make jokes that the side missions are things you would find in an mmo like uh, i did one where i had to go get ice for someone who was making ice cream and like the person who's helping me regain my memory was like, why couldn't the people that made the game just made the ice a uh, valuable asset rather than it needing to be the ice cream, which was pretty fun. Uh, <laughs> and you can like talk to NPCs and they'll like call the NPCs like generic NPC or something who will like just talk to you about the weather and things. And there's tons of references to, to tons of pop culture things. Like um, Pete was pretty excited to learn there was like uh, Avatar, the last airbender reference nice. um, where you can find one of the people Topical. in one of the villages. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, there's, there's definitely gameplay elements there. I'm having fun with the gameplay, but it's definitely the story i think and the concept mm-hmm. of it that's the main draw that's cool it's fun there's a lot of game. i was talking with my wife ashley about undertale recently um she played just like a couple minutes of it when i was playing it for the first time last year um and she it's it's funny with games like that that are kind of meta and like you know it's like it's an rpg for people that have played a million rpgs before so that mm-hmm. you can kind of it's you know makes in jokes about what rpgs are like but for somebody who's never played that genre it's like i don't get get it it. okay (laughs) cool whatever um so that's funny and it sounds like this is another one of those kinds of things like pokes fun of itself and the genre and stuff while doing things that are new and creative so yeah i think you have to be appreciative of mmos or just rpgs in general in order to really get your money's worth out of the game yep it's like that tweet thread that you and Max had. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys were like, this uh, Seinfeld character, I'm like, huh? <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> uh, but on that note, I've been playing Seinfeld the game. No, uh, not mm. really, obviously, because that's not a thing. But I did have the idea. Maybe I it might, is. You never this know. Might, but well, not on Switch. <laughs> if, uh, I might Probably make a, a video of this game. one day in a long time, if something. But like, it would be fun to have sitcom games. Sitcom? Sitcom? games um because that's just not a thing that exists like coffee talk is the closest that i could i mean it's not but like that sort of environment and stuff is you know sort of what, like down. where you're you're in a sitcom or yes. where you like make one? something i think like... where you're in a sitcom and like every chapter is just like an episode of the show and like you know in the same not like copying an episode that already exists but like seinfeld or whatever you know those episodes are well, you don't know because you said you've yeah. barely ever seen it. But the yeah. premise I've of them is it's like, Seinfeld. okay, well, never mind. We're in but the like, same boat. It's, it's like a lot of other sitcoms in a lot of ways where like the show is about nothing at all. It's just these friends and then like I some kind of shenanigans. I yeah, exactly. That. That's like mm-hmm. the thing. But um, it'll be like, you know, the, 
Seinfeld goes on a date with some girl or something, and then he finds out that she clip only clips her fingernails on a Tuesday. And that's like, for some reason, this really big thing and in their circle and then they riff on it. Exactly. <laughs> so, but something around that. I don't know. I'll keep workshopping. There's like know. games that are like anime, like, um, wait, it's Final, Final Fantasy Online, I think. The first one is one of those games. I mean, uh, yeah, not Final oh, like Fantasy. 13? Fantasy Star. Fantasy oh, Star Online. Yeah. Um, one of those games, I don't know if it's the first, I'd assume it's the first one because the second one's recently coming out here or whatever, like on Xbox mm-hmm. and Switch and all that and stuff. Um, but anyway, like every beginning of a chapter has like the whole anime thing. It's like an opening and like last time on blah, blah, uh-huh. like it's an anime. That's fine. <laughs> so like that, but for a sitcom. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. It could be fun. Or the Super Brooklyn like- Nine-Nine and we'll have a great old time. <laughs> It kind of feels like the the previously things. Have you ever played guys ever played Until Dawn? Uh no. I've watched people play it. Okay. And they do that exact same thing. It's like a horror like movie that you're essentially playing and walking through. Mm-hmm. And they they're doing a new one, the I can't remember the name of it. Um, but it's set in like a Victorian town. Um, I, I really like those games, and mm-hmm. it, you could. I get. I guess you could definitely do that episodic thing with uh, yeah. more, more of a lighter genre than killing people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. I don't know what's people, lighter than people killing die people. Die in sitcoms I'm... too. It's, it's, it's just in silly, lesson. silly ways. It's for, sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's real. Sometimes yeah. Urkel has to go to therapy or something. But like, yeah. it happens, dude. Yeah. Uh, so I've been playing a little bit of a bunch of things this week. Number one, I beat a link to the past for the first time ever. I had never oh, even played it at all in the past. Um, but I started it back when SNES games came to switch in September, um, played a lot of other games and put it down. I had like just gotten, just finished the first three temples, if you know what I mean. Um, and, but yeah, then I just picked it back up this week and I mean, it's not like it's crazy long either. I didn't a hundred percent it. Um, but just did a bunch of this stuff and it was good. It probably took like, I don't know, I think my clock in it's like 16, 17 hours or something like that. Um, and I used walkthroughs for some of this stuff. Cause I was like, I don't care. I'm just trying to get the experience of what it is and keep moving on other games. I mean, but that's um, most people's experience, if we're being honest. <laughs> yeah. Which is funny to think about. Cause normally that's just not something I do all that much, but especially with older games, I've just warmed up to, being fine with it like i don't care yeah now for sure like i'll yeah like i'm much more willing to like i'll throw in the tablet all right what's this for most things but Uh especially for older games i'm like i got other stuff to do i can't (laughs) i can't just be sitting it's not part of the experience for me to like figure it out you know like Uh i don't really care about that yeah (laughs) i don't feel accomplished right yeah um because it's also like it's the whole like and rewinds and save states and stuff like that. I'm also fine with it. Cause I know that if I wanted to put in more time to it, I would be able to do all those things, but I just don't feel like it. And that's okay. Yeah. You know, and I'm yep. still getting, I'm sure I'm I not getting totally as pure an experience. Like it. I'm sure I'm not getting <laughs> as pure an experience of the game, but I'm very, I'm okay with that with certain games. So, cause that's up to me yeah. to decide when to do that. But then also played a tiny bit of Donkey Kong country. Um, but then I wanted to mention these guys that it's came true. in from our buddies at super rare games, it's recent, true. recent buddies, recent friends. Um, but they new sent friends, them I, new friends. I got these in on like Tuesday or something. I played through, I realized I was like, maybe I should have unboxed them on the podcast, but 
I wanted to have played them some. So yeah, because the main purpose of them was to make a video on the main channel. It makes sense to prioritize getting to the game yeah. <laughs> rather than not playing it to yep. unbox it. So, but in any case, uh, I mean, I'll talk about them more in a video at some point, but Graceful Explosion Machine, it's a, uh, oh yeah, because anybody that's listening, I held up two physical games it's from Spear Games. <laughs> Um, just listen back to it in the future where you'll be able to like sense it through your high-tech headphones exactly one sixteen, dude but this is the first thing that i've gotten from super rare or limited run or anything like that and so it's fun because it's got i mean a it's you know box and all that um but it's got a bunch of things in it so it has like a manual that has pages and things that tell you about it well, wow, um, remember those. Do they have I know. collar? <laughs> do they have collar? Yeah, that's oh, a bunch of color, y'all. Dude. Look at all that color. You don't even know. Um, it also comes with, there's three um, like collector's cards or whatever, like trading cards of, I think each set only seems to have probably like five. So you'd have to trade them with some other people to get the other. How many cards are there all together? I think, so there's five all together, but you only get three. So it's oh. like not super extensive to try to like, you know, make it super hard to get all of them, but you have to try a little bit. Um, and a sticker. And that's what it comes with. And then the game, obviously. So I actually, I did get to play Graceful Explosion Machine. Um, didn't get to play Smoke and Sacrifice yet, but I'll report back on that next week. But yeah, Graceful Explosion Machine is like a, um, it's it's a shoot 'em up but kind of feels like halfway, well, I mean, I guess most shoot 'em ups are kind of bullet hells as well. Um, but it's some of both of those, and it feels different than most kind of shoot 'em ups because it's, um, well, not that I've played that many of them, so I wouldn't totally know. But like you have a bunch of different like kinds of attacks and stuff like that, and it definitely has like a high score purpose to it. But it's individual levels that have waves, and the maps are pretty much all um, side scrolling, but like uh, loop back in on themselves, which. I don't know, all this stuff outside of actually playing the game, maybe it just doesn't even sound like a whole lot of stuff. But I like that mechanic in any case because it gives me somewhere to like run away to in some cases and because I'm not great at them, but I'm having a good time. So are there like difficulty settings off the bat or is it just the thing of like that's a good uh, I didn't, one size fits all whoever's best at that particular yeah, design? I didn't notice difficulty settings on there, um, but it does have like combos and stuff like that. So it's you're trying to get a high score and then you upload right. those to a server and all that thing. So, but maybe you unlock difficulty settings because there was also there was some other option that was locked down at the beginning. So I'll have to check what that is and I'll report back next time. But and then, like I said, Smoke and Sacrifice, I haven't gotten to start yet, but I'll play that before next week. And say my oh, thoughts, good. and that's everything I, I played except for Clubhouse. Know what that game is, I, know <laughs> I don't really either. I think it's <laughs> it's yeah. uh, RPG ish, I think. Yeah, it's an RPG, um, which I happen to like. RPGs. It's true, you do. I know Steve, something you can know about me is that I happen <laughs> to like RPGs. <laughs> there you go, and not so much the side scrolling shoot 'em ups. <laughs> I mean, I like it. I just don't have very much experience at all, so. It definitely, it does seem more approachable just because of like how colorful it is and stuff too. I don't know if here's for people that are looking, look how colorful those little, that's not even focused at all. <laughs> it's <laughs> look real reflective too. <laughs> yeah. So there's, this that. is a video one audio listeners True. go to youtube.com slash directly to you. Suddenly my camera went out of focus because of that. So now 
I'm all blurry. But yeah, what about you, AJ? What you been playing besides Paper uh, <laughs> I'm playing Smash, dude. Nice. Um, and also Pokemon. That's the mm-hmm. rotation right now. I need to like go through well. I'm not. I'm probably not going to do that. But part of me <laughs> wants to go through and be like, okay, let me finish up all the like games that I like got to the very end Luigi's of. Luigi's Mansion. Like, all right, exactly. Smash. You know, <laughs> it's like okay, Luigi's Mansion. I'm on the last thing or last couple uh, floors or whatever. But like, Smash exists or a DLC. It's always a DLC character that does it. Honestly, because mm-hmm. it's like I'll sit there and be like, all right, there's nothing else to play. Like. I, like I'll play this all the way through, and that's what I want to do. And then a new DLC character comes out. This mm-hmm. time it wasn't a Nintendo game that it cut off. Though I was playing The Last of Us, and then Min Min came out, and I was like, "Well, dude, like there's there's no oh, reason for me to like uh-huh. like because at least with Luigi's Mansion and stuff like that, like I can be like, all right, I'll play less Smash because this is a Nintendo game, and maybe I can make a video out of it, or at least talk about it more on the podcast. But The mm-hmm. Last of Us is just like a game I was playing just to play it. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, did you finish Last game. of Us, Steve? Yeah, it was like the, my, it's my favorite game of the year so far. So oh, you need nice. to go back and play it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll play it someday. <laughs> how far did you? How far did you get in it without like spoiling it? I'm like, I'm you remember the, the part where everybody second, dies? He's right there. Yeah, I'm on that part. I'm on the second day of uh, when you get to the place <laughs> with the, with uh, okay know. with with the the. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The theater. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, guys, you spoiled so much of it for me just now. <laughs> There's more than one day? I thought that was the last one. <laughs> there it is. But cool. Yeah, so we played that stuff. Um, and then also today, Paper Mario came out. It did. So there's that. I haven't played very much at all. Um, just because far I've been working all day. I literally, um, I got to the big tree stump, if that means okay. anything to anybody. So, so did you do, so you just got to the tree stump, like I'm a tree stump. I need your help. And then you're like, all right, done. Uh, pretty much. Yeah. He was like, all right, you can, you can go on now and keep going. I was oh, like, all so right. You got to the part where he stops keeping you in the freaking lost woods. Yeah. Although I, I did take a screenshot. I mean, this, whatever, it's not spoilers or anything. Um, but so, yeah, it's like a lost woods kind of a thing where like you go in one in the entrance and then out the exit and it brings you back in the entrance and out the exit. And I guess you just do it three times. And then Olivia's like, what seems like we're getting really turned around in here. But before (laughs) the third time when she did that after one time and I was like, it, you know, brought me in and then brought me back in. I was like, maybe I'm missing something in here. So I like, I was like looking all around and then I pressed X, which um, Olivia gives you a hint. And Mm -hmm. she was like, maybe we should just keep walking around. Like, maybe we should leave this room a couple of times. And I was like, okay. And then two times later, she's like, it seems like we're getting awfully turned around. I'm like, you just told me. (laughs) I mean, I know she's trying to tell me the game mechanics, but still, it was very funny to have that interaction of her telling me one thing and then. I'm farther than stupid. that. <laughs> I um, I got to, so th- you're going through that whole thing. You're trying to like get to the castle and stuff like that. I, and like find Luigi. I found Luigi. Nice. Um, I got to that part. Um, so I'm now on a different mission where it's like, all right, we got Luigi. Now let's do the main, main thing. Mm-hmm. Where it's like the castle's gone, dude. Like the side quest of saving your stupid brother. That's, that's done. Now we got to save the castle. What a dumb, dumb. So I'm on the first part of that. Cool. 
Um, and then, Steve, do you think you're going to get it at all? Or what are your thoughts of Paper Mario and all that right now? Were you ever interested? Did you lose that interest? Or tell us. Yeah, I was, I was interested. Uh, I've never played a Paper Mario before. Same. So I was kind of like, oh, yeah, I do want to get into it. But then I've seen a lot of people complaining that the battle mechanics not what they wanted and that there doesn't seem to be much in there. Like, there's no leveling system now. And it really is you're just going in it for the story. And so maybe that'll be enough to draw me in, but I don't know if it's going to be, I'm going to get it right now and I need to get in on it. But then I said that about a lot of games and then I see everyone talking about it and, and tweeting pictures and videos and, and I want to I want to play it. So I think I probably will end up getting sucking in like I always do with every Nintendo game and picking it up this weekend. Nice. Honestly, yeah, that's, wow. You said something that I resonated with very strongly and now I can't remember. Um, like, I don't know specifically if the story itself is the thing as far as like the plot, but probably more the... I don't know. The character and the, the writing, writing. It's yeah, the, writing. Yeah, it's the right. dialogue, exactly. and the, it's yeah. that stuff. Because like, like I, I tweeted something earlier today mm-hmm. where they they said something in there where Luigi was like talking about the person that uh, the origami people got him in the situation that he was in, uh-huh. and he was like, it was a shy guy, but like not a normal one. He was thick and edgy, <laughs> and I was like, they they didn't. That wasn't an accident, dude. They did that on. <laughs> it's like stuff like that. That's uh-huh. like all throughout this game. That's yeah. not really like as people that play Mario games, it's like like they sometimes they'll do little tongue in cheek things that are like very tame. Mm-hmm. But in this game, it's like it goes on that next thing of like, oh, I <laughs> didn't know that they could say that in a Mario yeah. game. Um, <laughs> for what it's worth, yeah, I think like I mean the probably the most uh not safe for work or whatever was Polygon pointed out, and it could I mean, it could be accidental, but it doesn't seem like it. Is no, that it doesn't seem right. There's, yeah, there's items that you can collect. One of them is an item of a, to- a tall toad tower that definitely looks very phallic if you, if you look at it. Mm-hmm. And it's number 69 of the itemopedia or whatever, which is like, I see what you did there, guys. And like, <laughs> no regular Mario game would ever have that kind of right. thing. So I will be interested to see. I mean, like you said, Steven... Um, I don't know why I said Steven, but I said Steve the other times. So I mean, here we are. Name. It's it's everyone switches between. between. Lovely. I'm going to do it the whole time. Um, but in any case, what you were saying, as far, <laughs> as far as like people sharing pictures and all that kind of stuff, I haven't seen as much of that today. As I mean, probably people are getting off work and are just going to pick it up now. Um, so I'll be curious to see over the next like week or so yeah. how what the social media presence for um, for Paper Mario is because other games it feels like were like Animal Crossing immediately just people were posting all sorts of stuff but the fact that it's not really your individual experience I guess changes that and stuff but I don't know yeah I'm just curious to see how that turns out I think if when people probably get to little tongue-in-cheek bits is when you'll probably see it all coming yeah, up but i've seen more photos of boxes and people doing origami of the characters than i have mm. actually of the game <laughs> that's funny so i actually i didn't buy it yet i aj i played your copy because i downloaded oh, it like shoot. as i woke mm. up this morning um yeah if everybody doesn't know it's the most useful thing is, is. get your friends switch switch login or their nintendo online login whatever um so that you can download their digital games and they can download yours and stuff like that because it makes trying out games so easy and it's great 
Nevertheless, uh, so I was playing I was it off yours. for the audio listening. How easy is that, though? Like, does it mess anything up if you do it? It doesn't nah. mess a single thing up. It's great. So here's... I was much. even... Uh, so even if... I might have been playing it when you, when you did that because I was I think, on airplane mode. Oh, interesting. I I think I did it when I was pretty sure you would be asleep. It was like at 9 a.m. my time or something like that. And I was like, probably AJ's asleep right now. I think I was up. Oh, interesting. Um, But yeah, so it's because we, uh, I bought Fire Emblem Three Houses and AJ played off of my copy of Fire Emblem Three Houses for almost the whole game. And then, and then he got a new switch. I got it. Yep. Save Mm -hmm. got, save went away. Um, Yep. But yeah, I mean, the process is like, it's literally, so Steve, if you and I um, wanted to do it, then you would create a new profile just with arbitrary information. Doesn't even matter what the profile is, but a new profile on your account. And then say, do you want to link this to a Nintendo account? And you say, yep. And then you put in my login information and it switches it to being my icon, my name and shows. um, And then you can go to re-download software and download any digital game that I've bought and then you have to play it through that account. But as long as, um, even if it backs up my save data on my Switch to the cloud and backs it up to the cloud on your Switch, as long as I don't go into the cloud and press download cloud data, then it'll just keep those completely separate. And the only issue is I can't be logged on playing on that account while you play any game on my account. But that's it. Outside of that... Mm-hmm. The only other right. thing that I noticed, so like in that scenario, it wouldn't work so much for online games. Oh, that's like, yeah, that's so. Very true. So when with me and Parker, it doesn't matter. It's the same thing because like since I have Switch Online on my Switch and we're in the same region, it's mm. just as like, oh, okay, you have Switch Online, it's fine. <laughs> but because there's different regions, mm. when and I found this out because me and my brother uh, started another file in Pokemon. Um, if you have another account in a different region, you need to buy Switch Online for that region to play online with that game on that account. Huh. So I feel like that probably wouldn't happen like- that often, but... But that's good to know. <laughs> it would only be that scenario if it's right. like, yeah, exactly. If we wanted to give Max our profile or Steve our profile, mm-hmm. it, then you it couldn't would play online that. stuff. Yeah. But Just you still if, play the game. If you're yeah. friends with people in different regions of the world, <laughs> then it might be that an issue for you. If you're a highly <laughs> cultured person. <laughs> It's true. It's true. But if you're in the same region, you can just randomly get your friends in Elite Smash. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Steve, what were you going to say? And so you can play like, say I downloaded it on, I downloaded your games on my Switch. I have to play Mm -hmm. them on through your account. I can't play them through my account. Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. Unless, which it's like a whole thing. You could, but you had to set your account. So for you to play his games on your switch and in, in your on your account you would have to set his account as your switch's oh, yes. own switch yeah and then exactly. he right okay. Mm-hmm. okay so you can play it on yeah exactly i can play it on any profile on the home switch um but then vice versa the other person wouldn't be yeah. able to it's so. just annoying it's something that you can't <laughs> do but yeah. it's annoying <laughs> yeah. so it's just not worth it i mean it's the same process it's exactly the same Unless idea as if you have a switch just, light and a regular switch and like one person between the two 
Yeah. If yeah. there's one person that you know that's like, okay, we like usually are way more mm-hmm. into certain games or whatever, but the, like we both kind of like the same thing, like mm-hmm. our situation where it's like yeah. I'm more into like online games. So I'll be more likely to like buy and play that constantly, whereas mm-hmm. he's more in the single player game. It would probably be beneficial for us to do that more often where it's like, okay, if we want to have the save file on our accounts for whatever reason, mm-hmm. um, switching that wouldn't really matter as much. But when there's two people that play pretty much the same things more mm-hmm. often than that, it's not really like Yeah. So that's that. It's fun, <laughs> but it works out great. So I'll probably, I'll get the game uh, later, but I just wanted to go ahead and download it and start playing. Um, but I think, I mean, my impressions of it, honestly, going into today, I had kind of gotten unsold by the treehouse. Like I was pretty excited about it and just something about like, and it, it's not even all the, I don't know, hubbub that other people were having with like it not being, I don't know. Yeah. Just something about the treehouse. The fact that they were only showing early level stuff just didn't make it all feel very exciting. The kinds of things they were showing or whatever. Um, and the presentation in and of itself was also real rough. So just like Mm. the sour taste of like, man, everybody, you know, the presentation not going well and, um, it being kind of early things I didn't care about as much, but having played the first hour or so or 30 minutes or something like that, I already am like, yeah, this is actually going to be pretty fun. Yeah, I think that this this game feels like what Pokemon is, where mm. like it's as hard as you want to make it, and they didn't want to make it hard, so they yeah. were like, you know what, pay to win, dude. Throw all the coins at the thing. But like for me right now, there's, I mean, I haven't like died or anything mm-hmm. like that. But most battles, I'm not like the first thing that I think to do isn't like I'm going to pay so the toads make my <laughs> life easy. You know, I, I like try to go through and then do the puzzle uh, for each thing for that thing without paying anything so like it's Mm -hmm. like okay i have this many moves i have 20 seconds or whatever and then it becomes more of a complicated thing but you can and it's not even then it's not like rocket science but paper mario has never been rocket Mm -hmm. science it's just there's friction now yeah where like if you don't want friction which as we established sometimes people don't want friction (laughs) you have the option to eliminate that too which yep i don't know i'm on board for that honestly yeah. So on that note too, let's, let's move. Um, we've got a quote from Kinsuke Tanabe or two quotes technically on this topic uh, for paper Mario. And then we'll talk about them. And here we go. So this is talking about like the story in paper Mario and how he approaches it. He's a producer specifically for paper Mario um, and a bunch of other things. He said in super paper Mario, the elaborate story led the game away from the Mario universe. So since paper Mario sticker star, I've refrained from using stories that are too complicated. Personally, though, I like game with stories. During the production of The Legend of Zelda Link to the Past, we made use of a system for characters, settings, and real conversations in order to build a story, which was a first for a game in a series. I also wrote the text for this game. Humble brag. Uh, mm-hmm. To go back to Mario in Paper Mario Color Splash, I avoided having complicated stories so as not to veer too far away from the Mario universe and instead aimed for a game with more memorable events to create even more memorable experiences for players. In Paper Mario, The Origami King, we've established some characters other than the partner character, excuse me, who will also join with players through the game. In particular, I think that Bobby, the bob has turned out to be just as memorable a character as Olivia. And then he goes on to say, since Paper Mario is sticker star, it's no longer possible to modify Mario characters 
or to create original characters that touch on the Mario universe. That means if we aren't using Mario characters for bosses, we need to create original characters with designs that don't involve Mario, the Mario universe at all, like we've done with Ollie and the stationary bosses. So this part specifically, I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like that? And not in the sense that, like, because I know a lot of people are mad about it. I wasn't really mad. I was just confused. I was like, yeah. why is that a thing? And I was like, isn't Intelligent Systems a, a first party studio? And it's not. <laughs> so I was like, what? Oh, they're a second party. I was like, yeah. oh, oh, that makes sense. I get it. What do you mean? Well, I guess what's the relevance of them being first party or second party? Um, so if they were first party, it would be confusing that Nintendo wouldn't want them to make new properties because oh, why would it matter? Yeah. But like in this case, it seems more like they're like trying to prevent rare studios situations, right? Where it's like, all right, freaking GoldenEye uh -huh. is complicated. Banjo's complicated. So mm -hmm. like if Intelligent Systems one day is like, we're done, we're going to make the next mm -hmm. Paper Mario game on the PlayStation 6 or whatever, right? So when you're saying it's... So, because I in the, in that case, I misread this, and probably most people did. When it says it's no longer possible to modify Mario characters to create blah blah blah, they don't necessarily mean it's no longer possible. Like we can't come up with any kinds of ideas. They mean like literally, Nintendo they, won't they, let they're them. They're not allowed to. That's what it reads like to me. At least, yeah, that's how why I wouldn't it? it be possible? Interesting. Yeah, like, it's not. It's not like. You know, it's not hard yeah. to be like, you know what? You know what we never did? We right. never did an opera-themed freaking Paracoupa uh -huh. or whatever, uh -huh. right? So that's what we're going to do. Like, it sounds like they're just straight up not allowed to. That's and super interesting. That was like a thing that was like, like that's how it initially read to me. And then I was like, and I, I did like the whole like deep dive on like Nintendo Studios. So like mm -hmm. at one point or another, I knew that it wasn't, like Nintendo doesn't own them, mm -hmm. but it just never sunk in where it's like, oh no, they could just make a PlayStation uh -huh. game tomorrow if they wanted to. They just don't. <laughs> so I wonder how that like next level games, for example, with um, uh, Luigi's Mansion 3, or do they have the same rules with that? I wonder if that is the case. If we're all reading that right then, um, you know what I mean? We're like, cause yeah. it seems like they created characters, but maybe it's that maybe it's, I don't know. I, like they, I think with that, yeah, they don't, don't really create, like they don't do modifiers on existing characters. Like Polter right. Pup's not a boo. Right. right? Yeah. So I, I think that that's where they, that's they've always gravitated more towards making like completely original things versus mm -hmm. making, uh, a brand new bob bomb type or whatever uh -huh. right so one one additional tidbit i wanted to add to this before um things was somebody tweeted out so who didn't like the story in super paper mario it was the best part of the game the disconnect with half the fan base is insane blah blah, blah. um and then somebody retweeted and pointed out i think the disconnect from the fan base in regards to story might partially come from this old awada asks where in this Awada Asks, Tanabe said, yeah, with regard to the story, we did a survey on over the Super Paper Mario game in Club Nintendo, and not even 1% said the story was interesting. A lot of people said the flip move for switching between 3D and 2D dimensions was fun, which I thought was a, an interesting addition into the thing, is are they really basing their decisions of not wanting to 
you know, do more story stuff off of this 1% that was like, we didn't even care about the story, y'all. I don't know. See what think, you think. Does anyone even do those surveys anymore? I get like uh, offered a I don't think it exists platinum anymore. points. I keep getting emails saying, hey, come and do a survey for like 50 platinum points, which you won't be able to spend on anything you want. <laughs> no, you and won't. I'm like, nah, I'll pass on that, thanks. Yeah. I don't even, like, is it, was it specifically a Japanese survey? I don't know. That's a good question. Like that seems like something that Nintendo would do. Um, yeah, I mean they right. do it pretty often. Where it's like the the Japanese market. It, I mean less so now, I guess. Um, but the Japanese market tends to uh, influence or have more pull on what happens in the games than like the worldwide mm-hmm. audience or whatever, right? Yeah, um, it doesn't specify. I looked at it again to see if it said, but it didn't. So it could also just be a thing of like that was just confirmation bias for them where it's like yeah. they felt like that and they because i mean that's just nintendo as a whole mm-hmm. like all their studios where they don't really care as much about the story they care more about like the gameplay of it all and the, like mm-hmm. um making new systems and gameplay uh elements and like different ways to play the game versus mm-hmm. like like what a lot of Mar- paper mario fans and i'm not going to say like because when people like bob right when he talks about this game he's like paper mario fans don't like this game and i was like is that true? Like, I don't, I don't know if that's true. I feel like there's Paper Mario fans that mm. like Paper Mario, Color Splash, and Sticker mm-hmm. Star and stuff like that. It's just the part of the fan base that doesn't like the, the really battle cool. system. Yeah, like that. yeah exactly. <laughs> um, but those games still are million-plus sellers, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they, they were failures by no means, and this is going to be the same thing. Yeah. Um, so... I don't know, man. It's, it, it, Nintendo franchises seem to be like the most consistently divisive out of any franchise, like video game mm-hmm. franchise. Period. It's like either uh, people fall over themselves for <laughs> franchises that come out on first part, like PlayStation. More often than not, everybody loves it. It's like God of War. It's the greatest thing ever. Period. Mm-hmm. And then once in a blue moon, you'll have a The Last of Us too, where people are like, "Oh no, man, this kind of," you know. <laughs> but for Nintendo, that's every game they put out. It seems yeah. like every game is a The Last of Us too. <laughs> yep. I mean, this, and it's pretty much it's too bad because Paper Mario is the last game that's ever going to come it's out. The last on Switch. game that's no, mm-hmm. it's ever. It's the last game that it's, will ever happen. It's the last There's Nintendo a, game, that's for sure. No more games. So. Um, <laughs> So on that note, let's. Uh, there's there's a lot of speculation going around, and that next week there's going to be a Nintendo Direct, and specifically, is there ever not? <laughs> you know, there was. I feel like there was not for a, a hot minute there. This like over the summer, June, May and June. Actually, I guess April too, just because. Well, even even at some point we were like, well, E3, so we don't have to worry about it. And then at some point it was deconfirmed for E3. And we all kind of shut up about it for a while, but now it's back. So I don't know if people here we ever are. shut up about it. I don't oh, know. Well, the man. circles I paid to, <laughs> to, to it for, a, for a minute there. Do you guys number one? And I suggest we do some predictions anyway, just because. Okay. Why not? Fine. You know, like that's Fine. that's a fun time. But a do you, 
We get two. All right, this is what this is. I'm I'm calling it now. We're doing at most quarterly predictions for directs. If we miss the <laughs> shot on this one, we're not doing it again. If oh, they announce that the freaking Nintendo Direct is coming out next week, next or the week after next week, next Nintendo Direct, we're not doing still predictions. <laughs> I mean, next directly to you, we're not doing predictions. We're just going to freaking link to this and call it a day. Every three months at most. We're doing Nintendo Direct uh, predictions. (laughs) I can't do this every month. (laughs) (laughs) I agree with that. Um, So, Steve, Steve, do you, just in general, do you think it's going to happen at all? Or, I don't know, what are your thoughts? Yeah, to be honest, I'm surprised we haven't had it already. They seem to be, like, drip-feeding this uh, 35th anniversary stuff already. Mm -hmm. We saw the Jenga set and the Junior Monopoly. They just, like... It's like surprise. There's some more Mario stuff yesterday. Yeah, and we had that um, NES Lego set, but I don't know if that was just a Lego announcement rather than a Nintendo announcement. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's very Mario centric this year. Yeah, the first Mario Lego sets and Paper Mario, and I think clothes, and and like the clothes, clothes. Yeah, like the Lego uh, Super Nintendo is yeah. pretty Mario themed too. Mm-hmm. The thing that's on the little TV is Mario. You know, yep. there's no like Zelda variant. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, it definitely seems like no matter what, whether there's a direct this week or not, and I'm inclined to believe that there is at this point, I don't know. Um, it definitely seems like the the 35, 35 year anniversary stuff is legit. Um, just because yeah, all that stuff that you just said. And then, like, people found... And I don't know how much credit to give this necessarily, but we'll find out after the fact. The Twitter people account. found yeah. the Twitter account. Um, yeah. See, I don't... Uh, we discussed this on the podcast this week, mm-hmm. which we recorded yesterday. The podcast. Tell us more until, about... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It won't be out until after this. Hey, also, <laughs> but, but, and so that people don't just leave before you get to mention the podcast and things like that real quick, mm. um, do some plugs. Yeah. Yeah, we do a uh, podcast every week. You can find it over on loopports.com uh, where we also write about Nintendo from time to time. <laughs> Less for these days. Um, and you can follow us on Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, everything. We're Loopports everywhere. So, yeah. Man. yeah. It's a good time. It's true. We show up sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, Parker lives yeah. up. Parker shows up in... in uh, Parker Jesus. shows up when I'm not there. It's the only time Parker shows up. <laughs> I show up by means of music sometimes. And, and Q&A questions. And Q&A questions more often. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, cool. But, so, Lutz Pasa. Yeah, like, I could I could it. see that these are both totally fake. The This account and the F-Zero one. Uh-huh. Um, because... They've already got a, Ma- a Mario Nintendo account and mm-hmm. uh, Twitter account. Why do they need another one with zero followers yeah. when they could just mm-hmm. announce it on one with millions already? Mm-hmm. It just seems to make a little sense to me, unless they're going to continually like. Yeah, and if they're going to do stuff. a 35th anniversary Twitter account, why wouldn't that encompass literally everything that they've been announcing? Yeah. Like, why wasn't that a thing when they dropped the freaking Levi's or whatever, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I mean, I guess the only thought would be if they were planning on doing it back then, but since everything else got pushed back or something, I don't know. Yeah, that wouldn't, but that was way uh, far out from all of this. Like they, yeah. they started doing Mario, like 35th anniversary stuff. Well, the, the question the too is, so 
well, with the F01, it actually, that one was registered on March 16th. Let me check if this one says when it was registered or not. I um, think that was also in March, but okay. it all seems very convenient that it was just yeah. found now and then posted, to, only posted as an anonymous tip to one website that seemingly reported on it. Yeah. And then knew immediately to go and check for the email addresses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that to me, that seems like, I don't know. That's not the things that's giving it credit to me. There's other things that seem to be giving all this stuff more credibility. Just again, the, Wait, fact the Twitter that accounts or the Mario thing. I think the Mario the, thing is like that's a lock. Like, oh yeah, for sure. Oh no, I just meant the Twitter accounts for sure are just like. I don't know. Maybe they're a thing. Maybe they're not. The F zero one actually kind of makes it more suspicious for me. Um, if it was just the Mario one, then that's one thing. But the fact that the F zero one's there too. Unless we're due for a really big surprise. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. It seems like, like it's, their relationship with F-Zero is so strange because it feels like they're always hinting at something. <laughs> but there's like it's always at such weird times mm-hmm. where it's like smoke but no fire. It's like yeah. I, he's in freaking um, uh, Mario Kart. You know, there's Mario Kart <laughs> DLC and all that uh-huh. stuff. Maybe, you know, like before then it was like, oh, he's in Nintendo land. Uh-huh. Hey, there's, there's a chance and then nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. And now it's like, oh, he's in the Min Min Smash trailer. Does that mean something? Yep. You know? Which I mean, like compared to, there's definitely other Nintendo properties that have been gone for a while and they just straight up don't talk about it. Like, I don't know, Star Tropics or something. They just yeah. are like, we don't star tropic. We just don't even talk about, it, you know, but then Captain Falcon and F zero and stuff, they're still keeping it around. So either it's like a, I don't know, we need him somewhere. We might as well put him in this stuff or they're trying to keep the brand alive for whenever they theoretically do something, which maybe now maybe it's not. like, they know how much <laughs> cachet specifically Captain Falcon has not F zero. No, I'm sorry. Falcon. They need to make a game <laughs> called Falcon <laughs> punch. And that's like, that's all they need. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, like they know how much like power he has in nerd culture, but they, they're like, I don't know if that's going to translate the game sales. So mm-hmm. like, let's just keep him in the public eye through mm-hmm. other mediums and, you know, stuff like that. And then we'll just not do the financial risk of releasing a game <laughs> like, uh-huh. or maybe they have been working on an F zero game and they're just like, no, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. There's like a whole bunch of like balled up pieces of paper in freaking Miyamoto's <laughs> office. And that's why Pikmin four is not out. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, on that note, then let's, let's just throw out whatever. I mean, I haven't prepared a list of ideas or anything like that, but predictions or thoughts for a Nintendo direct that happens, whether this week or, you know, later this month or later like that. What do we think? I think number one, that? the Mario remasters. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's a hundred percent just all Mario. Yeah. Like this you one. think it's just going to be Mario? Yeah. I don't know, man. I think, honestly, I think I've, would be so mad at that. People would be, <laughs> I, I have so thoughts along similar lines, Steve, that like either it's a Nintendo direct thing or it's not branded or direct at all. Eh, maybe branded. I, a no, Mario I could see that. No, I could see it not even being a direct. It's just a it's like we're celebrating. Yeah, if they just like do a Paper Mario situation, if they do mm-hmm. like an Origami King, I could see that. But yeah. if they're going to hype it as a direct and it's just Mario, I think people are going to be so mad. Oh, Especially sure. since like it, it basically it's all but confirmed in most people's minds. So for mm-hmm. them to reveal it, it's like we waited this. We waited two hundred and fifty four days or whatever <laughs> for this. 
you know, like, I, I mean, know. in that case, they didn't wait 254 days. They're just still waiting 255 days. Yeah, you know what? That's a good point. They do move the goalpost every time. It's like, nope, not yeah. satisfied. This doesn't count as a direct 255. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, I mean, like some of the rumors seem to point or suggest Monday, which also seems, I think the only thing that, hmm, I don't know, we can't go off of just like, you know what they've done before is what they're going to do now or anything like that so because, because they, they never haven't just done... do what they've done before they right. never do it so but we're always like even when stuff that does happen they're like oh, i don't know man it's saturday they don't usually do directs on saturday <laughs> yeah. before direct on saturday you yeah. know like it's just like mm-hmm. nobody I, knows nobody knows I, I feel like everybody's just that smash brothers guy that's like mm-hmm. they're an assist trophy you can't be a character, you know, like that's just every like person that predicting about Nintendo's next move. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I don't know. I I've to me, if it's on Monday, it's not, I, I don't see that just marketing wise. I don't see that likely being a regular Nintendo direct. Yeah. No, you know, I think like, you'd have announced it by now. If it was a regular direct, if yeah. it's a surprise like drop, then I mm-hmm. could see that being Monday. Yeah, that they just post a video on YouTube and tweet about it. Then maybe, mm-hmm. but I don't. What like, do you think? I think would be the best done like a, for them to even do though. Like I feel like, arguably, that might be the smartest thing to do for like a big direct. Just shadow drop it. <laughs> yeah, because like, what do you have, have ever done that with a big direct? Right? They've done it with a mini one. I don't think before, so. Right? No, but they haven't done mm-hmm. it with a mini direct until they did it with a mini direct. <laughs> <You know>? So <laughs> like, and and this would be the perfect time for them, like the perfect uh-huh. circumstances for them to just shadow drop a direct because mm-hmm. it's like everybody's probably home anyway, <laughs> you know. Right. And people are like, they're already like high strung for this thing to happen. So you don't mm-hmm. gotta get them hyped. They've been hyped for for a year now. <laughs> so uh-huh. like, just dropping it, I think, will probably be the the way to like cut their losses the most. Yeah. Because the last time they tried to hype something up, people were mad about that because it's like it's not the thing that I'm excited for. Or whatever. <laughs> so you shouldn't try to make me excited. <laughs> you know, like at this point, if I'm Nintendo, I'm like fine. <laughs> you know, yeah. like I'm not trying to make you excited for anything ever again i'm just going to let you decide once it's out mm-hmm. yeah i've i've so many conflicting thoughts on how this all could go down i think if we don't see it by tuesday next week i don't i don't think it's, it's next never week. happening We're because never well yeah <laughs> because you got the uh, xbox thing next exactly week as well, and i don't think that i don't be. think yeah you see, imagine for betrayal. What if Nintendo <laughs> yeah. was like Nintendo Direct July 28th? <laughs> yeah. And it starts, it starts at the exact same time. Yeah, exactly. No, it starts like But then they reveal before. we're coming out with the Nintendo Xbox. <laughs> they just like merge them together. Oh, I'd, be, um, I'd be fine yeah. if it's just like Project X when I'm just coming to uh Oh, I would Switch. love that. Or Game Pass. Mm-hmm. I'd take either of those. 100%. I mean, I mean, I feel like I feel like at this point, if they do XCloud, they got to do Game Pass. Yeah, and Game vice Pass, versa yeah. too. It's one and the yeah. same, really. This I point. can't see them doing Game Pass without having XCloud behind it, because also just like a lot of the games just aren't gonna come over very easily. They'd have to do right. so much work on right. each game that comes. I mean, not all of them. Some of them are, you know, indie ones are super easy. Um, so then, specifically for for the Mario 3D remasters, we assume we're gonna see these. Um, final predictions in before the line, you know, of what they're going to be like. We also have a question. Well, I'll ask the question afterwards, but like, do you think remasters, 
remakes, re, you know, just touched up a little bit. I think it depends. One package, on what, multiple packages. That, I, it's a tiered answer for me <laughs> because, yeah. like, if it's one package, no way it's remakes. No yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Zero chance. <laughs> but if there are, like, individual, like, packages, I could see it being, like, 64 being a remake. And then, like, mm-hmm. uh, maybe if Sunshine's a part of it, that being, like, a, a remaster sort of situation, like um, Wind Waker, where mm-hmm. it's the same assets, but, like, stuff's upscaled and, like, there's different mm-hmm. bloom effects and stuff like that. And then, like, the HD stuff is just, like, more content, you know, like, 3D world and, like, whatever. New content. You get to play as Piranha Plant now or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but I, I can't see them doing, like, one package thing and every part of it is a remake. I can't. Mm-hmm. It's, that's not... I think they're all just going to be remasters, but with, with enhancements, so... I think the controls will be enhanced for 64. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll obviously support twin sticks. They're going to have to do something for sunshine to make uh, flood work because mm-hmm. we haven't got analog triggers. So they're going to have to do something there. Galaxy, they're probably going to want to get it to work on the switch light. So they're going to need to make it work without motion controls. Mm-hmm. So there's, there needs to be a lot of work do. done for all of them. Mm-hmm. What they could do, since the Switch had, I mean, the Switch Pro controller, well, the Switch in general has more buttons than the GameCube controller. They could just mm-hmm. use other, like other triggers and buttons yeah. to mm-hmm. like modify the, uh, or not modify, use it as like a, um, a control for like this is how much pressure I want to put here. Mm-hmm. Press uh, down R three or whatever when you want yeah. it to shoot more. It's been, or whatever. like it's been a minute since I've played sunshine the last time well i mean it was like 2017 i want to say that i played it i played it right before odyssey and it has inverted controls so i put odyssey's controls to inverted too and then at Gross. some point it was like nope this is the worst <laughs> i hated so much and it's yeah, horrible back. it's so bad but um i i don't remember feeling like the analog can controls were like it did it and it worked like and it's like oh cool yeah, yeah i don't know it's the, I mean, it's the second click. So the GameCube controller has that like mm-hmm. second, you push mm-hmm. down and then it clicks again. And that's when it did something. Yeah. Oh. I can't remember and what that it like, much, they could, a, a bigger they could just, I think they could just do that. They could it. make it so you hold it and then just With press A. Or yeah, right. Yeah. Or just like if you do it and then just like let go and press again real fast or something. You could press, it does they, it. they could just be like ZR and Yeah, L right, exactly. Yeah. At the same time or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, or even ZR in R. Yep. And to be honest, yeah, I mean, as far as what to expect, I, I'm totally thinking it's like, I mean, like you guys just said, I, I wonder how people will compare these to Spyro and Crash and stuff like that, where like, I think Galaxy is going to look better as just uprezzed Galaxy, even yeah. than yeah. like Crash Insane Trilogy, maybe, you know, like, but probably did you see the the video digital foundry did of galaxy running on the nvidia shield so they got yeah. hold of a like they got yeah, hold of a chinese good. nvidia shield and, mm-hmm. and managed to like play it it'll run exactly like that i yeah. would imagine because yeah, it's the insane port yep mm-hmm. which i mean and so yeah that's i think it'll look it'll look great mario 64 is where people are going to be the most i think yeah that, that that's one the one that's they the need biggest question that. you know and that's why i think that like if they do it it's gonna like i can't see them just doing like hd remasters for everything it's gonna mm-hmm. like they gotta remake 64 at see the only thing that i think Sunshine, but. that i i feel like they're so proud of some of their like pinnacle games like that like 
I mean, they remade Ocarina of Time, but it was for 3DS, so I don't know how that really factors in. But I feel like some of those games, like, they're almost proud of the way that uh, that Mario 64 just is and looks, but they they would want it to look like a better version of exactly what it is. Because you, I mean, the fact that you can get a 64 skin in um, Mario Odyssey also was like, look how cool, remember that time, yeah. wasn't it great? So I don't know. I would hope that they, I, it would be great. I would rather them do a remake because that would be better. But um, but I've got a feeling that they'd be like, people want the original. They want that. See, you know. Yeah, that's what I want. I want the original. If they remake it, I at least want the original there as well. Mm. But what I would personally prefer is they just do these and then announce Odyssey 2. Like, I would mm-hmm. rather have just a new game than them remake 64 because 64 yep. feels old when you go back and play it now. <laughs> and they can do so much more, which they've shown with odyssey and even galaxy i think i mean to be perfectly honest i think these games are are for us but are even more for you know the rest of the people that haven't come in the door i've said this before on the podcast but there's people that still haven't gotten a switch and knowing about this they'd be like oh man i do want to play 64 again in a good way you know that kind of thing so um and like then the questions are because of COVID and everything, are these the only games we get this holiday? Um, I hope not, <laughs> but like, I, I hope we don't have to wait till the end of the year for it as well. Yeah. Like mm. I was kind of hoping that it's the 35th anniversary. You get to play them at least somewhat through the mm. 35th year rather than having <laughs> to wait right to the end. And then a having point. a few days. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm guessing October for these. That's my prediction, but I don't know. I think it depends on, what got pushed back because yeah they've made it very clear that they've had games for this year and they have yeah. games for this year but it's mm-hmm. like because they don't work that far in advance they're like mm-hmm. when stuff is done and ready to go out or when we feel like because there, there are times where games are just straight up done and they hold mm-hmm. on to them yeah. um but even that factors into like their marketing cycle and stuff like that when other yeah, games are done. Right. So like just because like they could be sitting on Pikmin three, the game that they wanted to release alongside that or directly before or after mm-hmm. that might not be done. So therefore they're not ready to release that game. Yeah. You know? And I mentioned this um, really briefly in my video this week, but um they had that comment about uh our 2020 lineup hasn't, you know, like it's still looking good and like nothing will get pushed out of 2020, but maybe in the future. And I think, I think a lot of people read that as, and I hope that it means that like what we currently have planned internally for 2020 isn't getting pushed out. It's still good, but maybe later stuff will be because of all this stuff, but Mm -hmm. it very well could mean all of the things that are currently announced for 2020 will come out in 2020, which literally paper mario that's it (laughs) (laughs) which is like if so that's kind of not the best but but they straight up said they had more unannounced games that were playing for 2020 in that same quote it was in a quote before then oh gotcha it was like it was in one of those financial report i mean that's what i'm hoping that it meant so um okay so now we've got a quick question on this and then we'll we'll kind of move on from there i mean after this we can give just like scattershot ideas of if it happens to be a full-on direct, some things we think we could see, because that'll be fun. But uh, Washa Gigan asks, what are your thoughts if Mario Collection are just lazy ports? I don't want Nintendo to be the next Bethesda on living off <laughs> old games with no effort. I just want hope. 
Oh, see, see, now I actually was going to say f for your question that I think one of the things we will see in a full Nintendo Direct is the announcement of a Fallout collection, which would again be another lazy Bethesda port. So, uh... <laughs> Good tie-in. It's like, no, of course they're not going to do that. Bethesda still exists, and they can't be Bethesda when Bethesda's in the same city. They'll get sued. Yeah. I think like we corner the market on crappy ports. Get yeah, out of here. Right. My thoughts with this is, um, I, no matter what, I don't think that it'll be that they went into him into the game with a lazy port mentality of like, let's just get out this. I think whatever they do is what they think is the best for Mario 64, Sunshine, and Galaxy and stuff. But it could be that that's less than what we would actually want. For again, the reasons I said before of if they actually really like the reason the way mario 64 looks and don't want it to look like galaxy running or uh odyssey running 64 games you know what i'm trying to say i think so, nintendo yeah. values their output and their ip and their library way too much mm -hmm. to intentionally half-ass something Mm -hmm. Like if they were the type of company to just be like, you know what, let's just get a port house to do whatever and put six months into it. We'll pay like $2 million and we'll make it like if they wanted to do that, there would be not a year that we don't get F-Zero <laughs> and Metroid uh -huh. and Pokemon and Mario and Zelda and all their franchises every year. Because mm -hmm. it would just be as simple as like, okay, let's just get a whole bunch of indies to like take care of game X and blah, blah, blah. Like, let's just throw money at it and then we'll make a return because our franchises matter. Yep. Because they care enough to be like, no, we got to like make sure each game has its moment. And, you know, mm -hmm. like we put our time and attention and stuff like that. I can't see them just half-assing yeah. ports like that, especially a Mario port. Yeah, like, I think, I mean, especially on the 35th anniversary and it's like, this is the whole, everything's coming together and all that kind of stuff. This is like a big deal to them. But I think there's a lot of decisions that Nintendo and and like Pokemon and other teams like that make that um, we feel like are one thing. It's it's like Pokemon, for example, making decisions that we're like, why aren't you making games harder or whatever for us? Like you're just yeah. lazy by doing this thing. But they're very intentional decisions for kids and for like mm -hmm. reasons that we just happen to disagree with. But like, and that was the other thing that I wanted to bring mm -hmm. up. To yeah, add on right. to that. That doesn't necessarily mean you're going to like everything that they do. It doesn't yeah. mean that, like, <laughs> like, but it does mean that at least from their perspective, they're putting care into the game. They're mm -hmm. like, this is a game that we think our audience and our global like audience from top down from five to ninety five, like Reggie used to say, um, uh -huh. like that 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 happy medium will like not ninety six year olds. Like, that's all I want to say. It's just it's they don't get to play any. It's true. It's true. What about the four-year-olds, dude? Uh, what about them? They'll grow up. <laughs> they'll, they'll get just wait turn. a little bit. Yeah. They'll get to turn five. Uh, just give them 365. Just give them a, a, a One direct, direct sage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, yeah. so, yeah, I, I think that there's, there's no way that they're going to put out a, um, a, a port or whatever that they at least don't think is good. It's not going yeah. to be this thing that's just like, ah, we didn't put any effort into it. You might not like it, but they're going to try. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Steve? Yeah, I mean, I, I think they'll try, but I don't think they're going to remake them. Like, I 100% don't think that's going to happen. Mm -hmm. But um, it's, I think it's, I think 
these ports are going to come out, but then I thought that the Metroid Prime trilogy was going to come out and yeah. that turned out to never show up. So, but I think that goes back to what AJ was saying earlier that they, mm-hmm. I just think they're sitting on that until Metroid Prime 4 is ready. Yeah. Um, and we know what happened with that. <laughs> it definitely, that one still, I mean, I say this fairly often on this podcast, but the Metroid Prime trilogy thing, I know that it, def- it definitely seems like they're waiting to use that as a chip as a bargaining chip for Metroid prime four. But at the same time, like, I really hope they don't just be like, all right, here's Metro prime trilogy. Metro prime four comes out later this year. So that like, for me, who's never played a full Metroid prime game, any of them. And I'd like to play them on the switch. Um, I just don't want to be burnt out by the time Metroid prime four. No. Yeah. I'm the same. And I also don't want to get burnt out by Mario this year, which yeah, seemingly right. is what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, if they've got nothing else planned. Yeah. So, but let's, that- Oh, go ahead. So Metroid Prime 4, what is that development like in <laughs> our current time? Because a lot of Western studios maintain that like they're not really affected that much by this mm. because like the philosophy is different. It's like a Western uh, publisher is not as like tight-lipped. They're not like, oh, no, you can't have this dev kit at your house. Mm-hmm. Dude. They're like, oh, man, take home too. <laughs> but Nintendo's like, nope, you're not getting a Switch dev kit. You got to stay in the office, tied to it. The rep is sitting there, and they're also handcuffed to the wall. Like, nobody gets out alive, you know? But, like, so because it's developed by a Western studio but owned by a Japanese company, like, what's mm-hmm. the – is it more so a Japanese production in COVID, or is it more – Probably. I mean – yeah, or is it even worse because of the combination of the two? Possibly worse. I know my the corporate the company that I work for, um, they it's a global company or whatever, and so none of our offices are opening till September. Even though our state is very open at this point, like anybody can pretty much do anything more or less, mm-hmm. um, which sucks. But. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I feel like that's probably the similar kind of thing where like Nintendo of Japan would still have this say over the things, but I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. They're obviously still hiring things. And- We're not seeing freaking Metroid Prime 4 until 2037. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, what do you guys think? So if a direct happens this week, throw out some ideas. What do we think? Metroid Prime 4, first game we see. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no. I mean, okay, I I could st- I know there were rumors of 2D Metroid. I could see 2D Metroid j- literally just because I the um the Metroid the Samus helmet in Paper Mario yeah. still seems. I don't think it matters now, especially since it's like a whole thing. Like it's right. not just Metroid. Like if it was just Metroid, like if it yeah. was just a Metroid reference mm-hmm. within the game, then I'd be like, okay, yeah, maybe. But because it's just like there's a also a Donkey Kong Nintendo, one. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. I don't know. But I think man. there's only those. It's just Metroid or just Samus, Donkey Kong, and a Goomba. I'm pretty sure it's all three of them. Which, like, I don't know. That seems like a small amount to be. If it was every franchise or like, you know, yeah. ten of them, then I could see that more so. But so we're we getting a Donkey Kong and a Metroid game. I thought about it. Not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> but so yeah, I think very likely a 2D Metroid for all the reasons. Would you think that's going to be developed in house, or are they going to give that? to someone else that's a good question um i bet honestly it's been three years now since um samus returns returns. i could definitely see 
that team that Mercury, I forgot their name. Mercury Steam. Mercury. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I could see Mercury Steam doing it. Um, yeah. And I don't know whether that would be, I'd say probably Metroid 5. I mean, yeah, I'd say Metroid 5. There it is. I mean, in the same way they brought back Metroid Prime 4, it's not like they did, you know, like at this point, it seems like they're trying to go back to the roots sort of idea. So, yeah. I'm yeah, I mean, I don't fun. think I don't think they'd put the name in it, uh, number in it. I think I'll just stick oh, with the names. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, in terms of like, as opposed to, I guess, like a remake, or another remake. Like that. Yeah. So that's one of my guesses. I can see that. Um, and then, yeah. I mean, Pikmin like, is like an obvious yeah, one. Pikmin's like the other. Thing yeah, Pikmin know, does. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd love to see them give um, another uh, IP. Uh, of theirs to someone else, like they yeah, did with like, um, Cadence of Hyrule. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And like we thought they were going to do with Way Forward. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh man, that was rough. <laughs> yep. Um, man, I feel like I had some ideas, but I don't know. We'll see. I think, or we'll see. Freaking, who's everybody saying? Everybody saying next match for this character is going to be Paper Mario, and I think that those people are very mm. wrong. <laughs> what about that? Um, what about that Tomb Raider rumor? Did you guys see that? that this, oh like, yeah, random poster maybe leaked. Yeah, so it it sounds like from what some insider-ish people seem to be saying that the poster was a fake poster, but the information is more likely than not accurate. Um, okay. Well, according to them, they were like, poster's fake, the stuff's true, but mm. I don't know about those people, so who's to say? Mm. Um, but yeah, I could definitely see that. It's been surprising that, especially with how much Square's been working with um, with Nintendo, that they haven't done um, yeah. anything Tomb Raider. So Yeah, and, it's, so, and yeah. Like, Tomb Raider's another game that runs on the shield, so it's strange to me that never made it oh, to yeah. Switch. Yep. So yeah, yeah I can see it, that happening. I, I think that they've put like a Tomb Raider game on the Wii and like, mm-hmm. that's it. <laughs> yeah. So that I think could it, definitely be one of those things. It's like for the first, like they, they'd even like, you yeah. know, brush it under the rug. The first time ever on a Nintendo platform. <laughs> 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 um, I think it, like we talked about this, uh, I don't know, last week or two weeks ago, but that Nintendo at some point had purportedly told third parties, like go ahead and just announce your stuff. Don't worry about it. Like we're yeah. not going to do a direct. So announce your stuff. Um, but that said, they haven't really, you know, for the mm-hmm. most part, it could be that there's really nothing to announce, but thinking about it at some point, it was like, would Nintendo really then be like, we're going to do a direct and like, come on back in guys. Um, but they think about feel like it. Yeah. There's, there's definitely no chance that there there's nothing to announce. Because, right. Like yeah. if that was the case, then why would Nintendo tell them to announce their stuff? Uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah. To announce. So it does um, seem like at first I was going to say it's just a Nintendo only thing because they'd already told those teams. So those teams have their own plans, but it, they could, it's pretty easy to be like, Oh, you had that trailer. You want to hold off for like a week and then I'll, we'll stick it in our thing. I don't, I don't and know. Maybe could, that's harder I mean, than I thought. <laughs> honestly, it could be a thing of like Nintendo being like, everybody announce your stuff. And then some people are like, no, <laughs> you know, like, we want to wait for a Nintendo direct, you know, yeah. like, so yeah. Yep. So there you go. There's some stuff. Um, it's, and it's going to be F zero. Cause that Twitter account. Yep. <laughs> there it is. True. Um, one last news bit before we get into, uh, the video stuff is, uh, we're not going to talk about this this long because as I read it, I was like, this doesn't say as much as I thought it did, but it's the Metroid <laughs> prime for won't ignore casual players. Quote unquote is the 
the article. But I don't know if that's what it says as we read it ourselves. So this is from mm-hmm. Kintsuke Tanabe talking about Paper Mario. Um, it's just all mentions, over this episode. <laughs> it really is. Uh, he said, first, Nintendo's philosophy on game creation is that we don't ignore casual players in creating our games. This is also true for games such as those in the Metroid Prime series, games that at first glance look like they are only aimed at core gamers. With that in mind, what we've done in the Paper Mario series is to put a lot of work... Uh, particularly into the puzzle solving elements of the game so they can also be enjoyed by core users. And that's the whole quote. Yeah, no. Which seems like a bit of a a bit of a stretch. I I too saw Max mad about that on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, yeah, fun to talk about. Um I don't know. Do you guys glean anything from that otherwise though? No. Uh-huh. I mean, I feel like they always did that. And uh, yeah. see, that's the thing that's like uh, tough about talking about long-running Nintendo franchises because everybody has this idea in their head that at one point in time, Nintendo games were so much more impossible than they are now. Mm-hmm. But th- now what they do is they just give you the option to make it easier. Mm-hmm. And people feel like because the option's there that they have to take it. Because there's assist mode in Mario Odyssey mm-hmm. or whatever, you have to be like, yes, Luigi, I do want help. <laughs> you know, like like that sort of stuff. And you don't, you know. Um, I think that at most that that's what he's saying, where it's mm-hmm. like in the same way I was talking about, like Paper Mario, where it's like you have the option to be like, yeah, give the Toads 999 coins to make this puzzle go away. <laughs> you know, like I think that that is going to be... Yeah. Um, the approach that they take where it's like they give you the option to make the game easier for yourself, but you don't Mm -hmm. have to do that. Yep. And like, I feel like for this too, the, um, the reason, like, I don't know, people might wonder why he used Metroid prime as an example, but he was a producer on Metroid prime. And also those feel to me like the most obvious examples of core gamer games so mm-hmm. like that's he's pulling the extremes of like even all the way in metroid prime we you know include stuff for casual players but it's arguably yeah. like their most like um stereotypical like core gamer game it's developed yeah. by a western studio mm-hmm. it's a shooter you know yeah. like th- there's arguments there was like, oh, it's, not, it's a shooter you know yeah. <laughs> so like that's as core gamer as you're gonna get within mm-hmm. nintendo so for him to use that example Yep. How how actually casual friendly are those games? I've never played them. I like, can you I just dip in? Could I like give the controls to my mom who plays Candy Crush on her no. iPad and go? Here you go. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think they're like about as like casual friendly as like a Ration and Clank game would be, right? Okay. Like they're not like mm-hmm. baby. It's not like Lego game level of easy. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. But it's not like. You know, mm-hmm. Dark Souls or whatever. Yeah. Right? I mean, which if he's saying it's like that's the philosophy for Nintendo. So you know, same would be the case, I guess, for like Breath of the Wild, where we all know that mm-hmm. it's not like it's not an easy game for the most part. But at the same time, there's you know, there's ways to get around things, and there's like, ways to make it easy. Yeah, right, exactly. So it's, I mean, yeah, I don't know. It's funny. In fact, I think that's the the best example, honestly, mm-hmm. of a game like that because Breath of the Wild the whole like the bulk of the game is making the game easier (laughs) you know like the whole thing is like beat all the blight ganons and stuff like that to make the final ganon easy (laughs) you know yeah and like by the end i i could kill lionels in like 20 seconds just from like all right i'm just gonna blow 
gust of wind or whatever and then like shoot a bunch of arrows at, in its face, land, jump up again, shoot a bunch of arrows in its face, and it's dead. And that was it. But right. at the beginning... I used to run to away from them at the beginning. I was yeah. just like, nope, I oh, see no them. Way. And I was like, there's no way I'm going down there. Yeah. And it doesn't... I mean, I think, I think largely that doesn't like, have to do just with skill because I... After having done that, I've, I've said this before, but like I went and tried to fight uh, a Lionel as soon as I possibly could in the game. So as soon as I got off the Great Plateau, I was like, I'm going to fight a Lionel and just see what happens. And I ran out of weapons before I was able to beat him because all my weapons degraded because I just wasn't strong enough then. They weren't strong weapons. Um, but I was doing I way better as far as like skill-wise. It's, it's yeah. skill and knowledge in yeah. that game with a lot of the yeah exactly. because it's like guardians are like that right where it's like oh shoot a freaking guardian the first time i ever saw a guardian i was like nah man but <laughs> now like i i talk about it all the time I'm randomly like i feel like playing breath of the wild and then i'll play it for like one uh one freaking divine beast and i'm like all right i had my fill <laughs> um now yeah. i see guardians even in the beginning i'm like i don't come on just hurry up hurry up shoot me, <laughs> shoot me reflect it with the shield he's dead you know and yeah. there's stuff like that with even lionels where it's like all right go for the headshot mm-hmm. jump on his back that type of stuff yep. um so yeah uh tangent aside <laughs> what a fun game so but that's that yeah. um yeah let's uh i think we're done with the news bits and so steve this part of the podcast now we aj and i each make a video a week and then we grab some comments from those videos and then just chat about them um give some extra thoughts so the video that i made was i <laughs> was kind of reviewing the first six months of the Switch's year this year and then talking about the next ones and all that kind of thing. Um, And kind of pointing out that, like, uh, I don't know, the main thesis statement was like, A, yes, we don't know anything about the rest of the year, but also the first half of the year wasn't actually as slow as we'd like to think it's just we the literally got our hollow our holiday game yeah. in the first three months <laughs> like that and also i mean even just number of release wise we're just on par with the other years so that's mm. still not to say that you have to have hope about the second half of the year like you could be discouraged about it and that's totally yeah. reasonable because we don't know anything but um the first half of the year isn't necessarily indicative of what the second half is going to look like so you know what it's i'm pretty middling on a lot of these things where i am optimistic but also not but also mm. realistic so yeah i wonder if like everyone's perception that uh, nintendo's having a bad year is just because we've all been stuck in our houses with wanting something to play but mm-hmm. we've had nothing since animal crossing mm-hmm. and presumably that has something to do with it yeah and i think exactly that and like people like having things to look forward to for the most part like unless you have a backlog which a lot of us do and a lot of people do and don't acknowledge or realize. Have, I think even if you do have a backlog, people still want the next yeah. thing to look forward to. Yeah. So I think that's the, the difference between this year and other years is just the fact that we don't know what's coming later, um, which I pref- I honestly prefer in some ways, if it is going to turn out to be a good holiday season, I like the fact that I don't know what it's going to be. But I also don't know one way or another if it is going to be a good holiday season. So, you know, I can't necessarily have a preference about it now. But yeah, I don't know. Could be a lot of fun surprises, but at the same time, worst case scenario, I've got a backlog. It's not a big deal. <laughs> I'll just be playing, you know, smoking sacrifice. In the grand scheme of things, everybody has a lot of games that they could play, even if yeah. they don't have like a, 
a theoretical oh, yeah. backlog or whatever. Where they <laughs> I've, I've played like five minutes of Fire Emblem. I never even yeah. selected a house. I need to go back and finish that game. <laughs> I just want to know what house you're going to be. That's what I want to know. So Everyone tells me to play Golden Deer, I think it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Golden Deer is great. Um, yeah. Okay. Them. Just go with your heart, dude. Just yeah, I, I agree. Go with your heart. <laughs> if it's heart. different than mine... Yeah, but I don't want to pick the bad anymore. one. I don't want it to be like Slytherin and like I oh, end up yeah. being with the slimy, <laughs> slimy people. My wife is yeah. Slytherin. You watch, watch yeah. yourself. <laughs> okay. I'm Gryffindor. I'm uh, an upstanding citizen, as it were. <laughs> I too know pots. <laughs> Loot ones. <laughs> um, all right. So here we go. Here's some comments. So from Seven, who says, uh, at this point, I've got too many awesome games on my backlog that I don't really mind no new releases for a while. That being said, though, Nintendo's got a Nintendo, so I also fully believe that they've still got great things in store for us, but just aren't saying anything yet for whatever reason. Once Paper Mario is good and out and the hype around it dies down a little bit, Nintendo will come out of nowhere with their next big title. Either that or we'll get a late Wii U levels of drought until the next system drops in two years' time. LOL. (laughs) Yo. Yep. I appreciate this. Also, this reminded me of a thing that I was going to point out before, but I forgot. Um... To add to the direct suspicions and things like that, the uh, we did get the mini direct the week after Animal Crossing came out, which was their big, you know, first beginning of the year. Yeah, they did thing. all the 2K games in that one, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So that was, and it was like, yeah, because we were all saying, well, I was saying for sure, like before it seems like they would want to have the direct before Animal Crossing so that you know what's coming out after it. And then they didn't because they wanted you to get animal crossing um and then they had the direct immediately the week afterwards so that does lend some extra credence uh, not to say that we can base things off of past things but whatever you know going into this next week paper mario just happened so it's possible that seems to be what everyone does though like playstation and xbox were doing the same thing Mm. playstation got ghosts of tsushima and Mm -hmm. the last of us out of the way Mm -hmm. and then was like here's ps5 yeah Yep. So seven, Bianca agreed. That is all. <laughs> um, Court G said, if we do get a direct soon, I think it'll be smart to do their big announcements here in between the big PlayStation and Xbox events. It'll give whatever they want to show off some time to breathe and shine in the spotlight before the next big wave of news takes over. I hope this could be like the Nintendo E3, even though it's now July. Um. I don't think we'll get a big Nintendo E3 because we would have had like the Smash announcement in that. We would probably would have had a bunch of other Mario stuff from third-party and... games, the Mario stuff. I don't. I think that that's just gone, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's like a um, a situation of like people being like, "Give us Wind Waker HD with the like the levels that got scrapped or whatever," and they're like, "But like we already used all that stuff and." different Zelda games that came out after the fact. Mm-hmm. Like it's that situation where it's like we gave you the Nintendo E3 direct or whatever. Or either we gave you part of it and we we're giving you the rest of it in other places and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think that's definitely I mean I think if we get, you know, if we whatever point we get a direct, it's gonna be the biggest direct that it could be based on what there is available. 
Mm-hmm. It's just a question of what's available. So, um, yeah. you know, I think as far as the E3 thing goes, probably there's stuff that they would have shown there that they just won't show in a direct now because we've, um, because there's more stuff that's probably undetermined and undecided mm-hmm. and will have gotten pushed out. So, um, yeah, but that said, hopefully, you know, we'll get something that still kind of feels like, you know, a decent swath of information, um, all at once at this point, it would be nice to have that rather than have more paper Mario type announcements one at a time, just, but you know, Nintendo's going to Nintendo. So we'll see. Um, next comment comes from the Nintendo gamer who says overall the year so far has been good for Nintendo. If you look at it, animal crossing, Xenoblade, paper, Mario clubhouse games and Pokemon DLC and mystery dungeon was great for me since I'm a huge Pokemon and animal crossing fan. That's not a bad first half of year at all. Can't complain so far, but let's see what the next six months felt like a lot or felt like a loss less because of the facts of other things taking spotlight. Uh, yeah. I feel the same. Uh, Sans Xenoblade, because I don't really care about that. But like, <laughs> I think that <laughs> I think that that even speaks more to it, right? Like, there was enough games that are new games that I'm like, yeah, I like this, and I'll play this. Mm-hmm. Um, that the, not every game needed to be for me. Mm-hmm. On top of the fact that how I already think about games, where it's like, well, if there are games, no games for me. I have games that I currently own that are, you know, yeah. Um, yeah even with the new releases, I feel like I, there's too many <laughs> for, for what I, how I usually play them or whatever. Uh-huh. So I, I, get I, it I still haven't like, felt the drought feeling. See, I, I kind of have felt the drought cause I don't play I don't, Xenoblade's not for me. I didn't pick up clubhouse games. I don't play Pokemon at all. That's true. Um, I don't think you still have, don't have paper Mario. (laughs) So it's like the only game I bought that was like a Nintendo game this year was animal crossing. Mm. Which is unusual for me. Yeah. I, and I really think the thing is for the first half of a year, like it really isn't that unusual for that to be the case. Unfortunately, like I, I wish that things were paced out a little bit better. Um, Cause like last year, for example, 2019 was the first half of the year was not much at all. All things considered, I need to, I'd have to look up again what it was, but um, I don't even see Yoshi is like, yeah, it's, it's last, hard for me to, it's hard for me to gauge it like that where it's like what games didn't I buy? Because uh-huh. like, it's very rare for me or even God for free or whatever. Which is more or less the same because I'm not going to ask for a game, a big game from Nintendo or a third party publisher or whatever, if I wouldn't have bought it. Um, it, It's hard for me to gauge it like, oh, that didn't interest me enough to buy it because a lot of times I'll buy it anyway. Um, Unless I don't, if I'm, if I have zero interest, like Xenoblade, like I'm, there's no way I'm making a video about this or anything like that. I always, it always nets out to me buying at least 80% of the games that they release in a year. So like every year usually feels full for me because I buy most of the stuff that they come out with. <laughs> right. I feel like I'm on a talk show or something. Cause I've got two different cameras going on right now. And so <laughs> little cutaways and talk to this one or the other one. Oh wait, hang on. Oh shoot. I can't hear you. Can you not? I can't hear Steve. I can hear you. I can't hear Steve either. Hello? Uh, Hello. Now I can hear Steve. Mm. Weird. Weird. Oh, well. Sure. I'm back. 
I mean, I was still here, but you know. um, yeah, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to say also because like everybody's, you know, preferences are different. I know plenty, yeah. not plenty of people. I know a couple of people that bought the switch when it first came out, were super jazzed on it for um, breath of the wild, Mario odyssey, and then sold their switch. Cause they were like, ah, there's that nothing really coming was out. Great for me. I love yeah. that first year. I mean, like um, Breath of the Wild, Mario Kart, Splatoon Two, Mario Odyssey, like those those four alone, like took me through to the next year, easy. Yeah, yeah and so I think, I mean, it's even regardless of there could be a ton of games. Like last year, a ton of games came out in the second half. But if you didn't care about any of those games that came, you know, Pokemon, Link's Awakening, Astral Chain, whatever, uh, Fire Emblem. That's a lot of games, but if they're not all for you, then it feels like a drought, even though it's not, you know, because and mm-hmm. same goes for the fact that like the, the eShop is swimming with titles every day, but they're not all for everybody, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, it's weird, but um, I don't know. Yeah. We'll see with the, with the second half. And I, I do feel like it'll probably like my real guess is, is that it's the Mario 35th anniversary Pikmin, um, Super Mario or uh, 3D World Deluxe and maybe 2D Metroid. I think that'll be like in the same breath. Like if they do the 3D yeah, World, yeah, it's going to be so. alongside the 35th. Yeah, anniversary. I agree with that. So, and then one last que- or comment from Cool Cool who said, I really hope the rumors of a July 20th Direct turn out to be real. I'm also really glad Nintendo didn't give us a release window for Breath of the Wild 2 because that would no doubt have been delayed. Here's hoping to Bayonetta 3 this year. Also, if the 3D Mario collection is real and sells well, I hope it encourages Nintendo to remaster more games. Maybe then we can get Twilight Princess and Wind Waker bundled a few months before Breath of the Wild 2's release. Great video. That's agreed. See, I missed the time when we didn't have to wait for Nintendo to remaster games and we had the virtual console and we could just play them straight away. That was good times. That was good times. I think, like, as far as, like, me playing the game, like, retention, as far as retention is concerned, I would prefer them to remaster them because, like, virtual console stuff is, like, cool the day it happens and Mm -hmm. I never touch it again. Mm -hmm. But, like, when Wind Waker HD came out, that was the game I'm playing that month, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and same with Twilight Princess, even though I don't like that game as much. Nearly as much some might say at all <laughs> um <laughs> but like that wouldn't be the case if it was just like a virtual console thing you'd be like oh twilight princess again i'm not playing mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah i i i think having both or not both having more games on the um the nintendo switch online library i think is like the happy medium there or would be because like i wouldn't want to buy every little game that i'm only going to play for one day but I would. Yeah, but like, I, I, it's ready for the for the next system. I'm ready yeah. for the N64, the GameCube, or the Game right. Boy to be added at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think like um, it would be nice to have for the differences to be enough or whatever too with the remasters, remakes, whatever, so that you could play the original, like Link's Awakening. You can play the original Link's Awakening, and although the game itself is exactly the same in some regards the mechanics of it and like the way that you play and you know not having just two buttons and having to go into the menu and stuff like that the remaster feels like a huge upgrade um so to play both of those and have accessibility to both of them would is still valuable whereas probably like i don't know if you had 
original Twilight Princess versus Twilight Princess HD, arguably, there's definitely some quality of life upgrades. I assume I haven't actually played the yeah there is. the newest one. Okay, so like yeah, there's I think some quality you don't of life. have to play the game mirrored for starters, like you did on the Wii uh, version. Does yeah. that even matter? No, maybe. <laughs> no, mm-hmm. but still, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, but I I would like them to do more remakes and stuff. I think Link's Awakening might actually be a better. Um, a better case to them for doing remakes and stuff like that. But it also seems like they just do those with Zelda anyway. So other franchises yeah, getting they, them is the really down, bigger Which question. is weird. It's so weird. It is. Like that, I think that that should prove to the people that are like remasters or just cash grabs or whatever that mm-hmm. like Nintendo at the very least does not think like that. <laughs> because <laughs> like if it was a cash grab, I don't think Zelda would be at the top of their list the way that it is. Yeah. Like right. for them, it's definitely like a, a preserving mm-hmm. art sort of thing more so mm-hmm. than it is a like let's make more money you know mm-hmm. i think yeah. they 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 see zelda more as art that they need to maintain than mm-hmm. they do mario mario's yeah. like ah mario's mario it's fine <laughs> indeed so yeah that's all the comments i grabbed from my video but now there's some from aj's video aj do you want to give a quick synopsis of what yours was and all that i talked about weeb stuff it was about anime games that i want to see on switch um specifically i wanted to mostly talk about avatar because (laughs) uh like when they put it on netflix or whatever i was like oh yeah that exists and i was watching that and then i was like why isn't this a game and that happens a lot where it's like i see a thing and i'm like why isn't this a game and i want to make a video about it but like it just doesn't make sense it's like why would i do that you made Um, one for hunger games and i did recently that that one started to yeah yeah. resurface and that's it see that's the thing that's cool about those videos where it's like initially Mm -hmm. i'm like i don't really care about how this does because in the long run it'll probably do really good as long as the idea is exciting enough for people Mm -hmm. um so sure enough it it was like long game i could have just made a just avatar video but because Mm -hmm. i wanted to make it now and have a reasonable chance for it to like Mm -hmm. have traction um i attached it to the bandai namco play event or whatever um and talked about anime games that i wanted to happen in general and i had more ideas but then i was like wait i can't do an anime video and not get eaten on this video i cannot do that that's illegal (laughs) not a thing that is allowed so i hit up ian and i was like yo ian because we talked about i think we talked about on the podcast when i was like Mm -hmm. um i told i gave him the the um idea of like yo like just send me stuff and like i'll put it i'll edit it into a Uh video like tell me like just ramble for five minutes about a thing that you want and i will edit it you know uh and that's what i did i was like yo i'm making a video about anime games give me like five minutes of you talking about anime games that you want and he gave me five games so okay cool and i edited that and then that's what happened yep steve do you watch anime at all no not at all Rip dude. Look at that. I know. I, 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 I've always wanted to get into it. I watch like the stuff that everyone watches, Studio, Studio Ghibli stuff, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I ain't really. I feel like these I'm, days, because like, I didn't watch it a whole lot for a while. I mean, I watched Pokemon, which is, you know, it's Pokemon. Um, yeah, and true. then I barely watched any anime, and then I started watching My Hero Academia couple years ago uh, like three years ago or so and then that segued into watching a bunch more stuff so that's it's a really palatable one compared to 
um, while still being it's pretty shogun Dragon Ball Z, Naruto. Yep. Like Without, I think, like, the thing that it does well that some of the more classic ones don't, like, is is the pacing is still, like, it feels like things are actually happen every episode, not like, mm. there's some episodes for sure where I'm like, okay, was that one worth happening? But yeah. for the most part, <laughs> it feels like a regular show where, like, there's a cliffhanger for the next episode kind of thing, except not... Yeah, there's a decent amount of cliffhangers. I think that's the the in bold modern day part of it, because like yeah. it, it it's it's less so them thinking like okay, what's a regular show like, and more so them thinking okay, what's a show look like in the day and age where people are consuming this show by in just like long binge sessions yeah, versus right. like week to week or whatever. Because, yeah, before it'd be like, we just need an episode for every weekday. And so we're going to have, what, 70 episodes for this season or something like yeah. that. And so, it's also like, it's been a week, dude. They're not going to remember what happened last time. So yeah. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like, um, but yeah, I'm mostly in the same boat. Just with media in general, I don't watch things. So, so like, there's not many anime that I've seen. I've seen most of the really big ones. And then mm -hmm. there's like, zeitgeist moments where i'm like yeah i'll check that out mm -hmm. um so all the ones that like ian talked about i knew and there's like others that i didn't I've know seen. all of the ones he talked like, about there were a couple the sports ones especially no clue yeah. no idea yeah, yeah yeah i knew i knew of i've seen like one of those mm -hmm. like where i saw like multiple episodes i knew about all of them though it was yep. just like I don't know, watch freaking uh, a swim like a swim uh -huh. team anime, and I'll pass on that one. Uh, <laughs> but I knew of it, yeah. Um, which I was happy. About. I didn't even think about. It. There's so many things that like I just made this video because I wanted to make it. Mm -hmm. I didn't think about none of the like logistical yep. things of like, wait, this is gonna suck to edit because <laughs> like Japanese anime, Japanese companies period are very litigious so for yeah. me to like put up this video i know i'm going to get 37 copyright claims and it's just going to be a nightmare i know it's not going to like be able to like right off the bat perform really well because it's hard to like uh market it on an seo and and mm -hmm. all that stuff yeah. um and it was also a thing of like ian's probably going to say a whole bunch of stuff <laughs> that i'm not either not going to know about enough <laughs> to edit or not be able to find the exact uh -huh. thing that he's talking about to visualize what he's talking so like that happened with the dr stone thing right where he yep. was like he he mentioned uh early part of the game that was like this would be the tutorial it's like from episode one or whatever it's like how am i going to find a clip from episode <laughs> one dude they're not like they're yeah. not going to be something i could just find like there's going to be like all these videos of people that making their freaking like um you know like uh, anime on youtube or just any show they'll do like a border mm -hmm. uh, like this like really big like wallpaper x thing and then in the top right corner or top You're left right, corner yeah. it's like a 360p frame of the so it doesn't get copyright claim and stuff yeah yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah, it says yeah. like no copyright infringement yeah. right in the description <laughs> exactly. so they can tell so it's get not intended it. but yeah. it's in there <laughs> exactly it's like it's like i can't use that in yeah. the video dude so like, okay. like that sort of thing but it, uh, you should have used one of those just to like shout out yeah to just to be like you know like yeah man i i know what you got i know the struggle dude i know fellow kids yeah so here's so my only thought on i mean i had little bits of thoughts on all the ideas the only thing that would have been fun for me um my hero academia same idea as you were saying pretty much but do it in like early days of well or maybe not even similar like before the school was founded maybe mm -hmm. or like early days of people are just finding out about quirks and stuff 
and when it's maybe like, more like when X-Men it was kind X-Men of yeah I was yes, right. say, like when it was X-Men <laughs> see um, that was another video that like freaking popped off I don't know where like I made that video and it did fine which one and then like I did a my hero video where oh, it was like gotcha. um talking about how it's influenced by um American media yeah um, obviously comic books and stuff like right. that and like it came out and it got like I don't know 500 views or something mm-hmm. stupid, <laughs> um, and then like a year later it got like 20,000, <laughs> and then like th- that was like one of the videos that like got picked up in different um, uh-huh. playlists and like blog nice, sites yeah. and stuff like that. So our attention time was crappy, yeah. um, and also our <laughs> channel changed as far as like theming. So I was like, ah, right. there's no reason to have this up live or uh, public or not mm-hmm. public. Yeah, public because it's unlisted. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah yeah well here's some comments for the video we'll chat about them benji 890 said an avatar game would be so cool isn't there a fan game in the works other than that i'd like or yeah i'd like the idea you're proposing i agree the combat mechanics need to be right or else it wouldn't be a good (laughs) also full metal alchemist game would be interesting but they would really have to nail the combat system as that could be easy to screw up it needs to be able to be it needs to be able to fit and I like Ian's idea. I don't know about Dr. Stone game, but I'd be open to it if it's ex- executed well. The idea of different tribes would be interesting, but I'd rather watch the anime. Sorry, Ian. Another great video. <laughs> um, nice. I've never seen Dr. Stone. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. Um, that's another one that I've, like, I know of. Because it's, like, one of the recent ones. Like, it's, like, the thing that was, like, after, you know, like, I think it was, like, after... Um, demon slayer even it was like either right before or right after that that was like taken off um uh-huh. so i was like yeah no i didn't see i still haven't seen demon slayer so mm. like yeah i'm definitely haven't seen that show um, yep. so i don't know enough to be like yeah man that idea makes sense <laughs> you know <laughs> um the combat needs to be like this uh sort of thing so yeah yeah I don't know. Uh, but yeah i think that it's it's so dumb that there's no freaking avatar game it's so it's there's a lot of things like that like there's the um the other way around dragon's dogma is getting a netflix adaptation or whatever and i bought dragon's dogma a while ago but i haven't started it yet i just it was on sale so i was like i'm gonna get it um but and like more video game to tv show tv show to video game crossovers would be good where they actually take the other one seriously like the castlevania anime or whatever and those kinds of things where they're like, let's actually think about how to do the Detective Pikachu, come on. Oh, that's that was true. great. I love Detective Pikachu. so true. good. I love it so yeah. much. Because, I mean, it doesn't work with everything. There's not not every anime or show or, guy, you or know movie what or whatever that I would be like, yo, put, right. put that in a game or whatever. But Avatar uh-huh. would fit so perfectly in a game. Like, it does not make sense that it's not a game. No. <laughs> at 100%. all. Or a good uh, game, I should say. Right. Uh, next comment this is from Devil Luke, who said, "Great video, good. You guys are what, um, yeah, great video. You guys are what Nintendo enthusiasts used to be. Cool. Uh, there you go. Um, I would like to see Team Ninja work on another. Is uh, want to be the strongest in the world? I don't know what that is, but a familiar of Zero Open World uh, game done by Monolith Soft as the fifth season of the show. Last is Animal Crossing type game, but with." Ursay Yatsura having um, Ataru going around going around city doing missions from the episodes of the anime. See, this is the type of stuff that I thought Ian was going to like. <laughs> me. I was like, I've never heard of this anime in my life. <laughs> no clue. Um, but like, I'm down. Dude. If you I'm think it's a good idea, forever, probably man. it's a good idea. 
That's what I'm, I'm assuming. If you want to give us uh, further elaboration on like this is how the game will play and this uh-huh. is what the characters are like, like pitch it to us like it's a like a game that's not a, a licensed property. Yeah. Exactly. And then we can check out that actual anime for property <laughs> and stuff like that. It, like, I love can, the kind of games where it's just like monotonous stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, like Animal Crossing, Stardew yeah. Valley. I love the bits in Persona where you're just like at the school and chilling with your friends and mm-hmm. trying to make them like you more or going to work at the shop or going to eat a burger. I like, think the uh, nice thing... Yeah, sorry, go ahead. I, I just want a slice of life anime game. The nice thing with those is that like... Um, not every minute has to wow you because you're not expecting to be wowed every minute. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can like throw in surprises and like all sorts of things, but like the base, as long as the base game all interacts together, right. Then like the other bits are, you know, you can make it be fun and surprising by doing the other stuff. So it's not to say that it's easy, but, um, but yeah, that's Stardew Valley is great too. It's true. Great. Uh, cool, cool. Said the following. Let's hope, like, or let's hope the like I left on this video doesn't plague my recommended with anime. <laughs> a lot of anime games. Uh, a lot of anime games weirdly just end up being only on PlayStation. J Stars, Jump Force, J- uh, Jintama, Gintama, and I think Fairy Fail. Oops, I mean Fairy Tale as well. That's probably a joke. I think Gintama and Fairy Tale would be great on the Switch since Gintama is a Dynasty Warriors style game and Fairy Tale is a turn-based JRPG. I also I love your idea about Avatar, but it would sell. Um, but would it really sell all that well if you take away the main characters? It could, but the show has always been about the characters, and that's what people love. Seeing these specific, well-written characters characters grow. They can always adapt the Avatar comics if they don't want to tell stories everyone has seen. Great video as always. I think the world of Avatar makes it easy to promote the game using the characters. Yeah. Because and, mm-hmm. the characters never really go away. Like yeah. Aang is still a part of the legend of Korra, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that they could very much so still use the the same imagery and iconography and characters and stuff like that. And even have those characters make cameos in certain ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's also the, like you playing as that character. For what it's worth, Avatar isn't the name of the main character. It's yeah. the, you know, it's the concept order. So in a similar exactly. way, it wouldn't be disingenuous to be like Avatar, blah, 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 blah. And then have it be even a not be in it at all, but it's the same world as opposed to like, if you have, if you're like, it's a Batman game and Batman doesn't show up at all. It's just Robin, but you're like, well, so it's not really a Batman game, but you just needed to say Batman so that people would get the idea. Yeah. Feel like and, and, on a, like, and on like a gameplay level, right? Like a, it's something that would like, again, if this was like not a licensed property, it was just a thing that you were trying to pitch to somebody. Mm-hmm. I think that removed from the characters, the most unique thing about Avatar is the world. Mm-hmm. Um, and not even, not removed from the, including the characters, the most yeah. unique thing about Avatar is the world. Uh, whereas I said in the same video, like my hero, um, the most unique part about that world is the characters yeah. because there's other properties that have the same type of world. We talked about X-Men where people even have the exact same powers, you know, um, that's not really a case yeah. outside I, of Avatar. And I think the last thing too is like, it could be fun to do an avatar game like that in a similar like Metroid kind of way where you start out with all your powers as Aang 
yeah. Aang dies, and then you play as the next avatar who's just learning all this stuff, you know? Right. That and that's why I thought I was like talking about like it would be cool if you like each have your own avatar, and then it's mm-hmm. like um, specific to how you it's play, an MMO. Or, like whatever your stats are and stuff like that, because like that's a big part <laughs> it's of just crosscode of that lore. Because in Avatar, it's like, okay, you're born in the Fire Nation. So that means mm-hmm. that obviously you learn how to firebend first, and then you got to learn how to airbend. And then, like, you know, you go through that whole thing. And then there's, because you're a firebender, you struggle to learn how to waterbend because mm-hmm. it's counter to what your right. actual inclination is, right? Um, so they could, like, gamify the lore in that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, to where you have things that make stats in one go up, all the other goes down. And so, like, right. you have to. And it's a water code max because like mm-hmm. th- that way it's not a thing of like, all right, I'm ang. It's really hard for me to become a firebender. It's uh-huh. hard for me too to become a firebender. Right. Whereas uh-huh. if we had a different thing where it's like, man, I started in the fire nation. It's mm-hmm. easy to firebend, you know, yeah. like that sort of like, I think that that would make the game a lot more interesting. That would be cool. Um, next comment is from way. Who said, I honestly believe a 3d. I honestly believe a 3d world astro boy based from the 1980s anime and the manga as well would be sweet. I also hate to say it, but avatar is not an anime, but if we go by <laughs> your logic, then I would also like to see a boondocks game just cause why not? It's 100% an anime. <laughs> um, I, I, I like that's not <laughs> at this point. Like, I mean, it never really was an argument, but it's mm-hmm. definitely not an argument because like, and I, I replied to somebody's comment about that. Um, uh-huh. I was like, it's, I said, imagine arguing with somebody that lived in Japan that was informed by Japanese natives, mm-hmm. the meaning of the word anime and telling them that they're wrong. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that, you know, like that's wild, dude. Um, yeah. So it's like, I don't know if a Japanese kid tells me that their favorite anime is SpongeBob and then the teachers around me that are adults are like, yeah, dude, that's totally <laughs> an anime. I'm like, well, I guess it's anime, you know, like, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's just like, it would be like uh, a German cartoon, us not calling it a cartoon because like mm-hmm. they don't have that word, you know, right. like that. It just, that's not how words work. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then the last comment from soul 2004 is uh says i'd like a port slash remaster of the high school dxd game to be on switch it was originally japanese exclusive on 3ds and vita deserved better to be honest also crunchyroll netflix and disney plus should come to switch in my opinion i didn't even know that that was a game um and it shocks me kind of that it's that it was on 3ds (laughs) like that's that's kind of wild yeah i don't even know what it is that game i mean that show is like uh borderline hentai crap <laughs> like that show is not okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah that always surprises me that the 3ds has 18 plus type stuff or whatever yeah like that that's wild like yeah. um oh my god i always forget what this game is called but somebody commented about the one in this game in like a wolf den stream or something like that mm-hmm um the ninja the ninja girls game <laughs> that's like on it's like always on and there's like multiple on like 3ds and playstation mm-hmm. and now there's one on switch I th- there's two on switch there's like one that's like a pinball game and another one that's just like a like a creep simulator <laughs> i don't even know <laughs> oh my god yeah, i can't no somebody's thing. gonna know in the comments it's yeah. that but that game surprised me but only sort of because it's like relatively tame, 
Mm-hmm. But like this shocks me because like this is like this is like full on hentai crap. Yeah, <laughs> like man. I don't know. Maybe the ninja thing is it gets there, but mm-hmm. I know the the advertising advertising for high school DXD is mm-hmm. hentai level. I don't. Even I mean, see the show <laughs> for like, what it's worth. From I got an email from um like from when we went to PAX and we get emails and stuff like that. There is one of them that was two games coming to Switch that I was like. Oh yeah, that's just straight up like anti stuff. Yeah. Like just from their names alone, I was like, "All right, there's that for you." But eh, whatever. It's wild, dude. Um, wild. But that's it for comments from our video, and now the last bit Q and A. Um, and I realized, Steve, we didn't really tell you that like our podcast we go a lot longer than podcast does, and it is yeah. is late it's for you. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. If at any point you need to leave, just no, let it's us fine. know. Okay. No, well, we do. We record the main podcast, oh, right. and oh, yeah, then after dark, true. straight after. So yeah. I'm used to going long, and we record an hour later than than you guys start. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, cool. Then we're good. So, but I even if you'd wanted to leave, you had to stay for this next part because it involves you specifically. I asked a question. <laughs> I like that you, I like that you gave him an out. You're like, you oh, can leave yeah. Anytime. I was gonna Wait, say nah, nah. you can leave, <laughs> but you'll have to do this first. <laughs> um, you don't. There's not much you have to do with this, but on the podcast, I, you called for Q and A. I mm. asked the following question. I said, Steve, by the time the podcast airs, you will have already been on directly to you, which is now, and the recording will be up. But right now, you haven't been. So without without absolutely any context, you make your guess as to whether you'll agree with me or AJ, and you'll find out why on directly. I don't even know what you're talking about. Are you talking about? Oh, you're about to know. <laughs> don't even spoil. Yeah, it's it's exactly what you think. Okay. Um, my 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 guess was, and I said I was going to say with you because uh-huh. I thought it might have been something to do with Pokemon or Smash. Oh, interesting. Okay. Either of which. I'm not interested in my name <laughs> massively. So that's why I said Parker. That okay, was my cool. logic. It, but no, that's I, not what it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think because it's it's my opinion, I'll give my point first and you can give a counterpoint, AJ. Um, it has nothing to do with video games whatsoever. This is oh, a long-standing yeah, thing. Like the thing that, this is like, a thing for every guest now. We need to keep yeah, a tally. Somebody go back, like, listen to all the other guests, find out who's on whose side. <laughs> there's like podcasts where it's like their thing is like do you believe in ghosts like that sort of thing and this is our do you believe in ghosts this like or aliens or it is whatever. the following it's very simple um i theoretically like pairs this is a running <laughs> a running thing um, theoretically have you never the, tried a pair stick, no, with, okay. it, stick with it good question Just let them explain let them explain but it is it's this it's that i i've had really good pairs before but more often than not they're either mealy or like too crunchy or don't have quite enough flavor. But when the flavor's right or the texture's right or whatever, like then I'm like, oh yeah, pears are great. But again, more often than not, they yeah. fail on one of those sides. So I theoretically like pears because I, I like the things with, when they're doing it well, but often than not, they don't. So that's my <laughs> stance. But AJ thinks that that's the craziest thing. In the I, think, I totally I get think, that. <laughs> I think that to have that qual- that qualifier where you're the like, I theoretically like said thing. And it's not like there's never been a time where you liked it or anything like that. You just think that maybe in a different world, I can like, there's no point of you saying you theoretically like something, especially when the, the, the qualifier is like, if it's good, then I like it. You know, like if the pizza's not burnt, 
I like it. If it's not frozen, I like it. But I like, like, I'm just going to say I like pizza. I'm not going to tell you that I don't like it when it's burned or when it it fell on the (laughs) ground or whatever. Like, I'm going to assume that you assume when I tell you I like a thing, it's when it's a good version of that thing. Mm -hmm. Even if the, like, the, um... I don't know, like yield ratio of like a high quality version of that thing. <laughs> I think low. that would be my you qualifier know? for almost any of the things. If there was something where over 50% it of the be, time it's, it's, okay, it's so bad, the then thing. I'd qualify. Otherwise, I'd be like, but, eh, but if that's get- the case, then how come you're not like theoretically i like the nes you know because mm. half of those broke you know <laughs> like nobody yeah, like, say I, I like, like, the I, like the xbox, I like the xbox 360 in theory you know mm-hmm. it's like just because every single one of those red ring that I, I like it in theory it's like no i like the xbox 360 and i'm gonna i'm gonna assume that you have a a, a high enough level of intelligence <laughs> to know that i'm not saying i like it when it's broken you know <laughs> like so there you go. I won't give any more counterpoints or anything, but so now, Steve, which side of the fence would you prefer to fall on? Um, and it's See, okay. Things, okay. I, I think I would be on Parker's side because I, but I would say that you need to say you like pears, mm. but then I've had this issue myself because I, my favorite fruit is grapes. I really mm-hmm. like grapes. But they've got to be perfect. They've mm. got to not be squidgy. They've but got to be the right tell size. People that you like grapes. Do you tell people that you like grapes, but, or do you just say, I like grapes? Because if I say, I like grapes, saying, and then someone will offer me grapes, and then I seem rude because I don't want them because they're not right. It's like, <laughs> Which is why like I qualified me, on the front yeah, end. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You have to do it. So I feel like we're at an impasse here because oh, I'm not saying true. that, like, uh-huh. You're basically saying you agree with us both then. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. You said, like, and, <laughs> In practice, you do what my logic is, where it's uh-huh. like, I like cheeseburgers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Period. yeah, but the thing you is, know, though, but, like, if you, know? you like cheeseburgers, but you only like cheeseburgers with a specific type of cheese and a specific type of bun and, like, the mayo and the, but that's how and people the relish, are, though, like, on a like, specific multiple place. People, like, if you like burgers, well done, right? Mm-hmm. You're you're a crazy You're wrong, person. first of all. <laughs> but, yeah. but, yeah. but, like, you like burgers, period. Right, but if somebody gives you a rare burger, you're gonna be like, I don't want this. But you're not gonna say, I like burgers when you're like, mm-hmm. I like burgers. Period. I think yeah, it's probably it's more of just uh, like I I like to avoid as many awkward situations. You don't want or, conflict. That, yeah, exactly. It's like this way you can like prep for it on the front end without so having to deal with the repercussions. When you, you know? say you like video games, you're mm-hmm. not like I like video games in theory. I because, theoretically like video games. Oh uh, yeah, because yeah, but no, but you, I get like conversation as well. Like you go, I you go. I like video games. There are someone thousands video of video games. games that you don't like. There are thousands. Oh, yeah. So oh, are. so so when with there when there's what like being generous. Mm-hmm. There's ten permutations of pairs that you don't like, but there's three that you do or whatever, right? Uh-huh. Like why does it make more sense to say I theoretically like pairs than it mm-hmm. does to be like I theoretically like video games? <laughs> like I don't, I don't get because it because I'm really smart and all that stuff. <laughs> we'll move on from this, but this is interesting. This is a a good median. Um, a good median. Have you have you like the have you like equated a specific breed of pair as to one you like or that's a good question no i haven't even tried (laughs) Uh, although i know that there are those pairs that like at the stores here they'll have like white things around them like sleeves around them and i don't know what's going on with those it's i'll i'll find a sense a bit wasteful 
Let's put some skin around nature's natural skin. Yeah, pair um, with... <laughs> sounds good. I like, I like William's pears. I don't know. Yeah, okay, I've never specifically... I'll have to, I'll have to go out of my way to fi- figure out yeah. what, what's what. I'll do some t- also when you, when, when you when you ask for them when you inquire yeah, about these exactly. pairs, you, you got to start it with hey listen I yeah. theoretically like <laughs> I'm gonna be is this gonna be um, but also every, anybody who's listening if you're so sick of us talking about theoretical pairs please say so because I think it's a fun topic I but think also that at least the vocal people like it yeah, because yeah. like it's a bit even for them like they yeah. even reference it so and it's fun even to talk outside. to new people about because every time we do we legitimately get new insight from every single guest yeah. that we talk about it with steve it's fascinating to hear your thoughts on this so mm-hmm. i had a great time all right moving on to the real questions from other people not from me and my pairs uh, from twitter max Wright. uh who uh, Who's that? Max. New yeah. person. Oh, I, <laughs> mm-hmm. side note, I mailed Max something one time because he asked me to get something for him at PAX. And so mm-hmm. I did. I sent it to him and he reimbursed me for it. And it was a wonderful exchange. But on, <laughs> on the package slip, I wrote, um, instead of Max Wright, I wrote like Maxwell S. Esquire or Maxwell <laughs> S. Wright Esquire or something like that. Like just fancied it up but the address was right so you know he'd get it um and the interaction that i had with the like guy working at the mailman thing he was like so is um is maxwell s esquire is he something something and i was like him saying it out loud just made the moment so funny to me and i like i couldn't say oh that's not his real name on this mail thing that's like official you know federal thing yeah, yeah, or whatever. so i was like yeah. so i was like mm-hmm Yes, and then <laughs> left and cracked up on my way home. <laughs> but he asked the following question. If you could paper any other Nintendo franchise other than Zelda, what would it be and why? I'll be scoring you. I'm just always going to say Ice Climbers because I want that world to like mean something, dude. Mm-hmm. Like It just it could, but it doesn't. Mm-hmm. The original game sucks, but the characters are neat. You know? Do you think, what are you guys' thoughts on, does this mean paper it in genre as well or just aesthetics? You know what I mean? I hope just aesthetics. <laughs> <laughs> I was don't, thinking I don't want every game to have like three giant circles that I have to navigate <laughs> through in order to get to the middle. Uh-huh. I was thinking the whole thing. I'm not thinking that, I mean, I'm not saying that this needs to happen, but mm-hmm. like if Nintendo asks me, if there's like, dude, it doesn't matter. Like it's going to happen. Like, whatever you you can't tell me no i'm going to make what i'm going to make but if you like what franchise dude i mm-hmm. would say ice climbers because like how else are we going to get a game from them yeah. and that's, then i like, mean that's a good roundabout way to get and i'll learn about the polar bears plight mm-hmm. you know like i'll learn what the penguin has going on in his life dude. <laughs> and then they'll have I like would... a freaking quirky like i don't know like a lion that mm-hmm. or no like something that's like very much so, like a toucan a toucan that somehow lives in in this freaking tundra <laughs> or whatever are they allowed to uh to modify the characters from the oh. climbers world or is that are they just like sandstone it, now <laughs> Depends who's making it. If EPD's making it, they could do whatever they want. And they don't even have any stationary to use because it's just up in the North Pole, so it's just icicles. You're just fighting a larger and larger icicle. True. <laughs> True. Um, man, I don't... Hmm. I mean... I'm looking around at different 
paraphernalia of mine to see if I have any ideas that come to mind. Like I wouldn't be, I don't feel like it would work well for like Star Fox or Metroid or anything. Um, I mean, Zelda could have been cool, but you said no Zelda. It's true. Maybe Donkey Kong. Mm. I, I would like to see them bring back, and I've been talking about it for ages, the Wario Land games. Oh, I could see that working absolutely. in paper. Yep. And, and to be honest, they need to give Luigi something to do. Um, more Luigi something to do, because he's not been in anything recently. That's so true. maybe he could that's get in on the action. Mm-hmm. I think that's a great call. Yeah, Wario and Waluigi doing some shenanigans would be very fun in paper style. I'm down. Uh, Bianca Wicks asks, what kind of cake are you? Uh, ice cream. Lemon. <laughs> Is ice cream cake a cake? Yeah. Oh, you mean I like... Mean- some percentage. It's a of kind it. of cake. I don't know. It's not a flavor of cake, but she asked what kind of cake. So yeah, she didn't ask me a flavor. Kind is broad. Fruit then for me. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, a question from I, I'm a stay inside. Said, what does origami stand for? So O R I G A M I. Um, let's be doing let's, this together. We are. Yeah, let's yeah, take yeah, a turn yeah, yeah. One, one at a time. Steve, start us out. Uh, original. Hmm. Oh, then AJ. Uh, raise cars. <laughs> Ignite. Green. Uh, avocados. <laughs> Mostly. Inside. <laughs> Original race cars. Ignite green avocados. Mostly inside. That's great. We did it. You can't, you can't say it's a lie, dude. You yeah. can't? No, it's true. All right, and then questions from Discord, and this and uh, we got five of these, and then we'll be out of here. Uh, John Francis asks us, uh, Paper Mario related. Number one, how many people do you think have given the paper... Blah, 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 how many people do you think have given the Paper Marios after Paper Mario slash Thousand Year Door a fair shake? And number two... Uh, okay, yeah, we'll do that first. Okay, well, yeah, let's break it one by one. Um, I think a lot of people have... I think people that like fell in love with that and that became like Paper Mario in their mind, zero, mm-hmm. absolutely zero. Like mm-hmm. they came into the game hating it and wanting to hate it. Um, so I think that th- those are like two very separate people where it's like for most people that buy these games, like it's a game by game thing. They don't have mm-hmm. like this set, uh, set in stone idea of like what a franchise is and can be and should be. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there are people that have that in their head. So yeah. And probably, I would guess, and I don't know, that they gave Super Paper Mario a sh- Like, they would give the next game a fair shake yeah, like up until a certain thing, point, yeah. and then they'd be like, well, you know, they mess it up, and then after that point, everything else is kind of downhill. Yeah. I don't even know. Now I think about what you just said, I don't know if I agree with that. I think that they probably... I don't know what the I think they probably. I think they probably played Super Paper Mario mm-hmm. and came into it not liking it, but they didn't know that they wouldn't like it because they didn't know it wasn't Thousand Years. Right, yeah, exactly. But early on at some point, they were like, this isn't the thing, and then at that point, yeah. it was biased. Right. Yeah. They came in thinking it was exactly that. It wasn't, and then they were mad. Mm-hmm. Versus they came in knowing it, knowing it was a new thing. We're like, hey, maybe I'll like it anyway, and then right. they ended up uh, not liking it. Yep. And then the second part of the question is this one kind of relates to another question I asked a while ago, but do you think nostalgia blinds a lot of people to even seeing good in newer games of Paper Mario slash in general? Yeah. Uh, I think nostalgia works against Paper Mario more often than not. Well, I think that's what he's asking. Yeah, exactly. Is yeah, do you yeah, think yeah, it yeah. yeah, do you think it blinds people to Okay, I thought he was saying that like that 
it blinds a lot of people to seeing good in it despite it not being that oh like oh, gotcha. you even see good in this not right. like, see i read it as the reverse like i think yeah, yeah, yeah. that's probably what it is that's probably good. what it is right 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 <laughs> uh, yeah 100 percent for sure yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah that's i uh tweeted something about that earlier this week but that same kind of idea of like i think there's in franchises that you know like things that people hold on to that they're they're like, this is what the franchise is. And then that thing just doesn't have any chance of winning that person back unless it's that thing again. I think it's mostly because like, it's this idea that if they don't like it, they can convince other people to not like it. It'll Mm -hmm. fail. Nintendo will see the error of their ways and then make a new game Mm -hmm. exactly like the old game. But like in reality, if the new thing that they try fails, they'll They'll either stop doing it. A, yeah, A, they'll stop doing it completely and never return to it again or b they'll stop doing it for a while they'll pantomime like they're all it's super favorite mario i mean yeah. it's super mario party it's mm-hmm. hey dude we're giving you what you want but like not completely though we're still putting our own spin on it and doing new yeah. stuff <laughs> like yeah it's true so there you go uh duncan asked since basically since it's basically confirmed that the paper mario franchise is going to continue to be a sandbox for them to throw everything out and then reimagine it every time they want to make a new entry it's got me thinking what would it be like if every other franchise was treated this way if they did this with something like pokemon or metroid what do you think those franchises would look like now do y'all think they could benefit from such a management method i've got here's my thought real fast um I think that the things that they're throwing out are there's things that are in the games that fans see as core parts of it, like the battle mechanics, the, that kind of thing that Nintendo doesn't see as core things of it. I mean, this is from an outsider's point of view for paper Mario for sure. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it seems like specifically with that one, a lot of fans are like a thousand year battle mechanics. You got to do it like that. And Nintendo is like, that's the thing we want to experiment with. Whereas on the flip side, Nintendo is like this, like the humor and the kind of world and atmosphere. Yeah. That's the thing that needs to stick. And for other people like, well, we could take or leave some of that. Like we want some of, the, you know, so I, I feel like at least a little bit of all of them. That's mm-hmm. exactly what it is. It's okay. like the, the, the through line with every paper Mario game is that it's like mm-hmm. the dialogue and like how the story is told and like all yep. that stuff. That's the part of the game that never changes. So um, I think in a good way probably with and then the battle system yeah i mean it's like they did it the same for the first two games and then they're like hey but like what if we did something different so that said it's possible that pokemon and metroid and stuff are actually changing more like as much in those regards as paper mario is but you know they're not reinventing i don't know it's hard to give kind of a wide i don't know if you kind of say yeah i see what you're saying i don't know if metroid does or it, it did you know like metroid prime definitely yeah. changed in that way right um but like on a game-to-game basis i think probably pokemon i mean does. other m you know that's eh. pretty different too yeah yeah that's true but that, i think that that's even Federation a different case Force. because it's <laughs> um i think those are different cases because yeah. they're not like it's not paper mario in the sense that intelligent systems makes every paper mario game right yeah um Metroid Prime is not made by the same studio that made, you know, Super Metroid or, Mm -hmm. you know, that made Federation Force. Mm -hmm. Um, I think with Pokemon, they do that, right? Where it's like the biggest changes that they make are in the battle system. And then everything else is like, we'll do what we can, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, like, 
uh, I think that that's exactly what they do. I don't think mm-hmm. they can make sweeping changes in the way that it feels like they do with the battle system of Paper Mario and stuff mm-hmm. like that. In a game like Pokemon, I think they possibly could with Metroid because it's not a thousand plus characters that they need to make changes for every single yeah. time. <laughs> right. Um, so I think it's game specific. It could work, but it depends on what the franchise and yeah. game is. I mean, like, on a different side, what about, like, Animal Crossing or whatever? Do we feel like they... Because, arguably, they do some of that with, like, the crafting system. Like, that's yeah. a very new thing. Right. But, they didn't but the core of it's the same. Out. Right. Yeah. But then yeah. I think Paper Mario kind of... When you look at it from an outsider's perspective looking in, it's, mm-hmm. you could still identify that it's from the same franchise. You wouldn't go, oh, this is totally new. I have no idea where this fits in. Yeah. You'd go, this is clearly a Paper Mario game. You could yeah. look at all of them and say, these are clearly Paper Mario games. They're just different. Yeah, and it's Whereas the same I thing think, for Pokemon. And, stuff and like it's the same thing for Zelda, which has yeah. changed with every generation. Right. <laughs> Seemingly every single game changes. You look at yeah. Wind Waker and Twilight Princess to Ocarina of Time to all of the other games that came before Is Everything just changed every single time. And Breath of the Wild was a huge departure from yeah. what they did before. Yeah, it was. And I th- it can yeah, change I think, in a good way, but I also think, in a bad way. Yeah. I think every game that Nintendo makes changes in that way. Because mm-hmm. like... When you zoom out and, and you don't, like the cynical view is that none of them really make sweeping changes or mm-hmm. if they do, they do on a cycle. Because even Zelda, right? There's the original Zelda cycle where it's like, you know, the original Zelda. Um, Zelda 2 was an anomaly. And then there's like mm-hmm. Link to the Past. And then there's Ocarina of Time. And every game was modeled after Ocarina of Time until Breath of the Wild. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like, you know, like Mario. It's like, the original Mario, Super Mario World. I mean, well, Mario 3, Mario 2. And then Super Mario World and freaking... Then you go to 64. And then every game is modeled in some way after 64. So, you know, like that whole mm-hmm. thing. Um, but if you're a fan of those franchises, you know that the changes that are made to each one of these games is deeper than that. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a fan of the game in its entirety and not one aspect of it. Yeah. So like for Paper Mario, the problem is there's people that love the battle system of Paper mm-hmm. Mario. They're not Paper Mario fans. They yeah. like the battle system. So like when freaking South of, uh, South Park Stick of Truth came out, they were amped. They were like, yo, this is hype. <laughs> They're the people that are buying bug fables, you know? Uh-huh. Whereas like uh, there's people on the other end of the spectrum that don't really care about that, but they like Mario and yeah. like Bob, right? Bob's not going to buy bug fables because he doesn't give a yeah. crap about the, the battle system. That doesn't matter. About Mr. Bug? He you know, doesn't care about like, Mr. Bug. He cares about Mario being put yeah. in a different context, you know, mm-hmm. and it, them being able to interact with the world differently. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, I mean, it, it kind of, you know, like, I feel bad for in some situations, too, where if you love Flood, and that's, like, your favorite thing that Mario ever did, they've yeah, never touched Flood again. again, you know. <laughs> but, like, yeah. that's the kind of thing with, it's that's a more niche example than, you know, um, than with Paper Mario, but it's same similar kind of idea where yeah, but look at Galaxy was, like that was so totally different to to um, Sunshine, mm-hmm. and then they just left it. They did Galaxy <laughs> and Galaxy yeah. Two, and it's like ah, we're done with that and yeah. moved on to something new. Yeah, yep. I hope it would be cool if some of that comes back to. I mean, there was a tiny bit of that in Odyssey in like two D sections where there was like one, a couple two D sections that had the you know gravity type stuff in there, but mm-hmm. it would be nice for that. 
kind of stuff to come back. I feel but like it they, just doesn't. You know, they just it, like moving it's on. It's kind of like thing. Mario Maker to them, where it's like they, they have different uh, tools, where uh-huh. it's like they bring back certain things from games, like, like the freaking mm-hmm. parts with the timed uh, platforms or whatever, the, mm-hmm. like the beeping red and blue platforms. Yeah, That's right. That Mario right. Galaxy thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that comes back mm-hmm. in, in other games. They don't really bring back the gravity stuff that often. But yep. there's parts from it that they take out of it and say, well, we'll try that in this game. And yep. Good question. Um, next one. This is from Grim Hane, who said, paper or plastic? Paper plates or regular plates? Uh, I think this is that's another thing that we should probably answer on my one. Paper or plastic? Paper or plastic. I, it depends on the situation. Very depends on the situation. Yes. I don't use a paper fork very often. Um, uh-huh. Right. <laughs> or str- I hate freaking paper straws, dude. Like, oh, I, I, lo- I love the environment oh, yeah. and everything. Like, <laughs> yeah. And that's why it depends on the situation. Because, like, yeah. if, I, if I'm not in a rush or, like, if, I, if it's not a straw, you know, like, <laughs> I'll opt for paper. But, like, in situations where I'm in a rush or I need, like, durability, dude, I'm going plastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it, it's hard to – you can't really give a sweeping answer for that, in my opinion. Yeah. We we banned plastic straws here, and it was wow. one of the best That's... things we ever did, and one of so the saddest what... days in my life. So, is it all paper straws now? <laughs> yeah, and they're all horrible. Apart from Costco, Costco have these really Costco? cool like I didn't know there was Costco. In yeah, the UK. we do. We have loads of Costco's. <laughs> they have these really cool biodegradable straws that aren't made of plastic, but feel like plastic when they're in in your mouth. And then they don't like go soggy. Like, what's the worst thing? Mm, we tried yeah, drinking a milkshake through a paper straw. It's impossible. I don't want you have to get through. You get through like six of them. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. We've got like metal straws that we, I mean, just that we yeah, have, and we use I've those a lot. In there. And they're, I mean, they're pretty great. Um, I feel like my, but my they murder though, people, like, dude. People cleaner. die. <laughs> what? <laughs> Dumb people die, dude. Because for real though, is that a thing? At least two people have died. I guarantee it. All right. <laughs> this well, <there> year. <laughs> uh, what was I going to say? Uh, metal straws. Yeah, I don't know. The d- There it is. You know what I'm saying? Yep, <laughs> straws yeah, and straw. stuff. Uh-huh. Anyways. Yes. Paper plates. Uh, so then paper plates or regular plates? Yeah, regular, regular plates. plates. For yeah, sure. Regular. Unless it's a barbecue. Maybe I'll yeah. do yeah. it. Paper plates for people you don't like that much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like. yeah. There's definitely situations, but for the most part, yeah, regular plates. And then this one, uh, interesting. We aren't going to be able to prove it on air, but how far can you get a paper airplane to fly? Which one of the three of you can make the coolest looking and farthest flying paper airplane? Bonus points for Mario references on the plane. I really uh, can't do, I'm not good at paper planes. I feel like this AJ, is how good are you? I'm okay, paper planes. Oh, I used well to- then, guys, I'm the best paper plane maker. Like, you won't even... Whatever the world record is, I could just beat that. Nah, okay. So, definitely yeah, me. Lying, dude. Parker has never made a paper plane. Oh, I'm going to see a video of you two Are you too good at origami? Like, is that something you two are at all interested um, in? I... I yeah, so I had this friend, I had a friend, um, he was a foreign exchange student. His name's Nye, um, and, which is funny because my niece's name is Nye, but Anila, oh, name was nice. just Nye. Um, and he taught me how to make the swan. Uh, that's it. That's the only thing I could do is the swan. Yeah. And the, oh, no, um, it, uh, the swan and they're like, also like dragon claw situation. Mm, dragon claw? 
Yeah. I learned how to make a lotus leaf or lotus flower or something like oh, that once, cool. but it's been a really long time and I don't remember anymore. And I used to, when I was a kid, I used to make water balloons out of them all the time. You like, you make a thing, what? you like blow it up paper? and then you can put water in them. And we used to do it in school. We would throw them across the classroom. Right? So that was great. That's crazy. Oh my God. I don't know. You could do that. Um, like in, in American schools, you'd get arrested. Yeah, well, and it reminds me, like, in, I mean, yes. Um, in Paper Mario, also, pretty early on, you get some items that are like a withered fire flower or something like that, and you have to put yeah. it in water. Um, which that I'm like, felt, no, it would just get wrong. soggy. Yeah. <laughs> That's wrong. It would do the opposite. I'm pretty sure, but I don't know. It's their world. They know what's going on. Um, next question is paper. It's part of the same question, but still Grimhain. Is Paper Mario good for the environment if it requires paper for every new life created with it? Would Mario and Princess Peach's kid be recycled paper? Who's saying Mario and Princess Peach are going to have a kid? That's it's true. She ghosted this man on live video <laughs> game, on live CGI, dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she freaking, she's never going to marry this man. Never. The most he'll ever get is that kiss on the nose, man, and a cake. <laughs> Yeah, but he needs yep. to seriously just move on and find someone else at this point. Like he does. He's tried to save but her like twenty times, and she's she gaslighting him, no. dude. It's not okay. She's Who gaslighting yeah. Mario so, and Bowser. <laughs> accurate. Is it Pauline? Is it Rosalina? If it's not Princess Peach, or maybe he just it just isn't interested in love man. at all. Somebody or maybe else. stop going for the princess. Maybe he and dude. Bowser just need to finally, you know, like. It's a toxic relationship. They about. enable each other. He needs to stop going for princesses because then they get <laughs> they get like complacent and they're like, "Oh, I'll let this plumber dude rescue me." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Well, I could just rescue them, and they'll love me for it." You know, propinquity and all that stuff. Propinquity. Uh, what even is that word? Uh, look it up. <laughs> That's fancy. I don't know. <laughs> I want you to. Look, I seriously want you to look it up now on the show. <laughs> Here we go. Pro. Pinquity, the state of being close to someone or something. Proximity. Close kinship. Cool. So basically it's like I'm around this person all the uh-huh. time. Like that's like work wives and like mm. that sort of thing. Like be, getting in relationships okay. at school and stuff like that. You like them more subconsciously because you always see them. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, like that sort of thing. It's just uh, uh, familiarity breeds whatever that is or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I think the the saying is the opposite of that, but eh. yeah, probably so. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, yeah, man, yeah. just cut the cord, dude. Mm-hmm. It's toxic. But also to answer his actual question, um, I'm going to say no, because not everything in Paper Mario is made out of paper. It's like there's some cardboard stuff, you know. Uh huh. It's true. Sounds. I. Yeah. Who's to say? Uh, next question from Cowboy said, this one I thought was particularly interesting. If Nintendo were to design a games as a service online massive multiplayer game, what franchise would you like to see them base it off of and what would it look like in your opinion? First party games only. Pokemon, in my opinion, is a first party game because they part own it. So we can't uh, yeah, Pokemon. Yeah. Pokemon's it should be Pokemon. That's the, that's the yeah. answer. Dude. That is uh, very much so. So, I mean... If it's not Pokemon, because that one does seem like just a gimme. Yeah. I here's the one that I thought of. Ice is... climbers, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Star Fox, like No Man's Sky kind of situation. Yeah, that could work. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't mind a Zelda one either. I would love do it. Zelda. 
Yeah, that's the only you problem. Do it, and it's got to be like time shifting. You've got to be able to. Like, oh, you're go like all different. different are you like all different links? Like I'm the yeah. hero of trains. Mm. <laughs> you're the hero of time, and Parker is the hero of microphones. I think you just maybe you just call it higher or something. Mm-hmm. And it's not based in you're not Link, but you're in that mm-hmm. world and you're doing different quests and missions. Yo, I want to be a snot kid. Go do the dungeons. I want to be a snot kid. You know what I'm talking about? That? No. You know what I'm talking about? You don't know who the snot, snot kid is? The snot no, kid in Wind Waker. Dude, wow, that's because as some of us know, I have yet to play Wind Waker. Wow. Yeah, I'm waiting for it to You've come to Switch. You've never seen the snot kid. Nope. <laughs> I, I bought Wind Waker on GameCube. At, I want to uh, look up like, snot kid. Wind so you've Waker. never heard the like the sploosh sound. Yo, either. literally the first thing I started typing in snot kid and the first thing says snot kid Zelda. So when I was 13, I had just bought, we, when we moved to Belgium, we just bought a GameCube cause whatever, um, bought a GameCube and tried to get some games for it. I got 1080 avalanche because I wanted SSX tricky and they didn't have that. So I got 1080 avalanche and liked it a lot. Um, got Mario Kart double dash. And then at a flea market kind of thing found they had, somebody had wind waker and I was like, cool i want to play wind waker and i bought it i brought it home and it was the disc for ocarina of time master quest and i was like huh i don't think that's wind waker (laughs) because i didn't know (laughs) yeah i was like this is confusing and i put it in i was like that looks just like ocarina of time which i've already played before i was like oh well i'll just play that so i played that (laughs) and then pretty much like I guess just didn't buy barely any more video games at that point. That's sort of when I just happened to not play very much stuff. But then, yeah, I I now have Wind Waker on GameCube, but like it probably is going to come to switch. So at this point I'm just, I'm just waiting, you know, like I've waited this long. I can wait a little longer, but I'm looking at snot kit now. Where's, let me find the DM and the DM. Everybody look up snot kit. Oh, Hey kid, you're snotty. Yeah. That's not kid, dude. He go. probably has an actual name, but I don't care to learn it. Nah. Im- impossible. Uh, last question is from Mega Man, who asked, Paper Mario for Smash? Question no. mark? Yeah. No. Hard no. It definitely we got be enough Marios. We already have enough Marios. We already have enough Mario characters. They could definitely make him interesting, but there's a lot. No, he's not interesting because his name is Mario. He's not allowed. And then the second half of his question, that's the actual last bit, is watching Bob's stream yesterday didn't get me too hyped as a new Paper Mario player to pick it up. Why would newcomers to the series pick it up? Um, I, I think it's if you find the world to be endearing. Don't like... The, I don't think that buying into the the whole like the battle system is easy, you know, like Mm -hmm. is the way to look at the game because that's not the game that they're selling you. The game is not about the battles (laughs) like that. That's not what Paper Mario has ever really been about. Mm -hmm. Um, So to buy it with that in mind, especially since like they've even more so moved away from that idea by not even categorizing it as an RPG. Like it, it, not only the whole thing about experience and stuff like that, which I think there's arguments there where it's like experience isn't really gone. They just kind of replaced it and consolidated it with coins mm-hmm. um, where it's yeah. like, it becomes this mental game of like, what do I use my coins for? Do I use them to make puzzles easier and use like the toad crowd thing? Or do I use it to buy items or, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Um, but 
I digress on my point. The the whole point of the game is like it's an action adventure game. It's the same thing with Mario. Like you're when you're playing Mario Odyssey, you're not like all the battles are just jumping on the guy's head, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like it's everything around that that makes the game worthwhile. So like go in expecting a Mario game mm-hmm. with a story in a world that's better written and mm-hmm. that's what you'll get. You know, like don't go in thinking that it's an RPG because they never really thought of it in that way that they Mm -hmm. even the traditional uh, Paper Mario games, they never were like freaking Final Fantasy games or whatever. Right. They're just as much less so, I would argue, Mm -hmm. RPGs as Pokemon, you know. Yep. Sounds good to me. And that's all of our questions. Um, Steve, uh, you already told us how to find you and stuff. Uh, anything you want to say to close out things? Uh, no, just, just thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah, thanks for me. You can, if you like listening to me for some reason, you can listen to me more at loopplots.com. Um, and yeah, if you like thanks, listening thanks. to Steve because he's great and cool then listen to him on loop pots i can vouch for that um also whenever we listen to the pots cast my my wife very much likes you steve and like i mean she likes all the people on there but she is like steve is the best so (laughs) and not like not necessarily like the other ones are bad and steve's better but just in like steve's the best oh no i'm fine with that i I, i'll take it and i'm gonna go back you don't gotta coddle freaking (laughs) you know I play fair, but uh, I'll, I'll... No, you're not playing fair. You're trying to stack the deck for other people that aren't Steve. You know? <laughs> I don't know That's not that fair. <laughs> yeah. If Steve's better, let him know. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> That's it's fair. It was great to finally have you on. <laughs> At this point, now we've had um, you and never had Pete. That's impossible. Never Max. had Pete a single um, time. So DJ's got to come on at some time. And mm. then... Um, Pixel. We gotta get Pixel. We gotta get Chloe. But that's gonna be There's wild. Like I know ninety-seven of you. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we all ninety-seven. Yeah. Right. Exactly. All ninety-seven. <laughs> Man alive. Loot pots. But uh, yeah, that's it from us. Hey, everybody, listen, listen up. Uh, like the video. Share with your friends. Uh, and all the like, rest comment, of it. subscribe. You know. Yeah. Goodbye. Actually, yeah. If you're not side note, real mm-hmm. quick. If you're not actually subscribed to the YouTube channel, even if you only listen on audio format the if we can get more subscribers on the youtube video on the youtube channel that'll be helpful for us in the long run so it's true because then youtube lets us do more stuff with the channel and whatnot also if you only listen on audio services maybe rate it on your audio service of choice because it helps with categorizing the show and helping other people find it good times Mm -hmm. okay have a good day (laughs) bye bye (laughs) Yep. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>